Cause I can't afford to be here This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid The comedy podcast for all things music Both new and classic I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today, around the table. Normally, I would go ladies first, but I'm going to go clockwise instead. Welcoming back to the show, Dr. West Anthony. He's not a doctor. He is West Anthony. Say hello, West. Hello, everybody. And just so you know, uh, Pat was two hours late starting this podcast. And now me and Carrie are suing him. <laughs> uh, Wes, how long has it been since you've been on the podcast? I could look. I think it's been like a, a couple of years. Time. I'm going to check. Because we did the Devo episode. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type in. Is, I, got a little, I don't have a spreadsheet. I know Carrie loves a spreadsheet, but I do have a, a Word doc. I'm searching it. May 12th, 2022. So, yeah. Okay, so yeah. almost two years ago. Almost two years ago. I apologize. I don't know why you haven't been here. Oh, well, you don't have to apologize. You, it's your show. You, li- you live close, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to put you in my Rolodex, like when I need someone to like sit in on one of those Patreon episodes, I give you a call. Go right ahead. You can sit here and listen. I'm only too happy to help out. You know, I, I, I like you. I like being around you. Yeah. I, I like doing this, all uh, right. you know, and if we do all those things at the same time. Uh, it's a good I, day. I, yeah. Why not? You have opinions. Sure. All right. I don't like that haircut. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Let me uh, turn someone's mic off. <laughs> All right. Next up, coming around the horn, Carrie Scott. Carrie, you've been on way too recently. That's right. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. <laughs> I'm back. You are on right now, right? <laughs> yeah. The episode. Wait, no. It you were on like, last week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Last week. Let me see what time is going to elapse between this episode and this current. Okay, so it's going to go Carrie Scott, then Mike Schmidt, and then Carrie Scott, you're back. Wow. Because well, this is dropping next Thursday. I'll let Wes do a lot of the talking then. I do not. That is a mistake. No, it's not. Um, yeah, we all talk. We all chat. All right, West, uh, are you still working from home? Yes, mercifully. Okay, I don't want to say that uh, COVID brought us some good things, because that would be ridiculous. However, yeah, however. That's, that's the weird thing, is that, you know, I mean, obviously, many people have lost, you know, immeasurably. Yes, you know? lives. Yeah, lives, livelihoods, everything, homes. It's it's. I mean, it, it's it's bad, and, and I yet, don't. And I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, diminish. You know, any of the suffering that that you know is just incalculable for some people. But and yet, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> toot toot! You no. just that was your horn. No, because you uh, you had quite a commute. You would have to leave your house really early in the morning, get on public transportation. Yep. And when COVID happened, you worked from home. And you've continued to work from home, and hopefully you're going to continue to work from home because that well, works hopefully best. Hopefully, eventually I'll retire. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that works best for you, though. You like working from home. Yeah, I mean it's it's fantastic. You're kidding. I, I just you know the commute is just rolling out of bed and walking ten feet over to the desk. Yes, and, and you, uh, I've had you know as I was telling Carrie on the way here that I you know I've had so much more time and I was able to, to, you know, pick up the guitar and finally just, you know, start That's learning great. how to play that. And yeah. so, so now all of the men in my family are musicians, more or less. <laughs> all right. And everyone on guitar? Uh, no, no. My, I was, well, my father uh, plays uh, the keyboards and my brother plays the bass. Is there a combo that's going to be put together? Can we go see shows? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is, the, uh, this is what's great about working from home. You want to throw a load of laundry in? 
you do it. Yep. You want to, whatever you want to, you're in your pajamas. Can you listen to music in the background while you're doing your work at home? Oh yeah. I mean, basically it's just like the first few hours of the morning, it's podcasts all the time. Okay. And then after that it's music. And the great thing is now, uh, I can play records. Yes. Cause you know, my turntable is just like behind me. Perfect. And I just, you know, drag out some, some records and I just play, I can play them all day. And as far as the actual work goes, you're just as productive at home. I am more productive. So they can, there's no way they can say, Wes, come into the office. Well, they can say they it, can but say I just it. talked them out of it. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's what he told me before we uh, turned the mics on. You you discussed it with them, and they're going to continue to let you work from home. Yes. I- indefinitely, or did they say, okay, this is just how it is? Yeah, this is just, this is this is the way. This is the way. Okay. And you don't miss uh, your fellow employees? Uh, sometimes, but I mean, I do get to, you know, talk with them and then, you know, we also have a text chain. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're still in communication. All right. Good. All good. Yep. Round the horn, Carrie Scott. What's happened to you in the past two weeks? Anything exciting? <laughs> I've been touring around a lot and doing a lot of things since I've been here. So. But you don't want me to. Add, you don't want me to talk about any of the specific things you've been doing lately. Not well. I mean, no. <laughs> well, you okay. We can talk about you were scorekeeper at for what it's worth. We did the live show. Yes, that was and a lot of fun. It went off uh, with many hitches. Some people say it went off without a hitch, but it went off with a few hitches. Uh, technology's hard, Pat. Yeah, yeah, technology's yeah. very hard. So here's sometimes. what happens. It's fine. Everyone makes mistakes. Um, Walker Yule, it, it's fine. Carrie's <laughs> mouth is open. Like, it's fine. It happened, and it, we got through it. But Walker Yule does the tech, and Walker showed up without uh, some cords that he definitely needed to run the show. And Murray was in a panic, for sure. Um, but it all worked out. It, it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Carrie doesn't want me to say anything like this, but and you kept score. I did. Was it difficult to keep score? I think it was because it was like rapid fire. Murray's just like points, 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 points. You were you I've were on it? it for a number of times, so I knew the drill. Was there more pressure in front of a live audience? No, there right. wasn't. All right. Was- now, full disclosure, I did not win. As a matter of fact, I came in third out of three. So I lost. But you um, had fun. Oh, I had a blast. I had fun. I didn't, you know, I, you know, got to make people laugh. And uh, Rita's never seen me like on stage doing anything like that. So she had a good time. People from work came. Uh, family friends came. Uh, Pilar was there. It was all good. It was all good. And uh, yeah, sometimes when I do like a live show, you leave and you go, that wasn't that great or that sucked or I could have done better. But I know I felt good. I left. And I'm like, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what, how you want to feel. Yeah, I think everybody had fun, and it was fun and yeah. funny, and yeah. it was a great night. And um, Laura House won, and um, what I forgot, because when you play, when I do the online game with them, I forgot that when you lose, you don't get to play that final round. And But when you do it live, not only do you not get to play it, uh, they remove you from the stage. They did. Which I didn't know was going to happen. And then, then they bring another guy up. Mm-hmm. And what sucked is that's the round where I would have excelled. Because what was it? Um, it was a rapid fire. You just had to name songs that have... To do with weather. To do with weather. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a million sunnies and winters and in my head. And they were getting stumped a little they bit, They were right? getting stumped, yeah. I know. So, what are you going to do? Yeah, next but, time. <laughs> and then you... Pilar does these storytelling nights. Mm-hmm. And she did one this past Wednesday and you went along with with her for that yeah her ladies night she did a great job with her story it was fantastic it was about everything that happened over the holidays with you guys but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. we west we had planned a trip uh to go visit my parents 
Yeah, you got uh, COVID. I, I hear. got COVID. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Not good. Yeah, no. no not but fun. I'd never been to a storytelling night, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, really adorable venue and um, some great stories. Great. So I really enjoyed it. And Carrie, you've been really getting out there. You've been hiking. You've been doing all kinds of fun stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you're enjoying California. While what temperature is it in Calgary? Oh, you know what? It's right at 32 Fahrenheit, probably. 32. So freezing. Just freezing. Right? Yeah, which and is good. <laughs> today we are 73 uh, and sunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it was amazing here today. All right. It's time to get into some Super Tramp. Now, how did this episode come about? Did you suggest we do this with Carrie? Who suggested this? I I can't remember which one of us suggested it. I forget it. how I, this came about. I mean, I, I think we definitely agreed that it's something that we should do, but then I don't know which of us said it to Pat. Yeah, and this is years ago. Years. Yeah. This is years ago. I just want to tell you, I have so many like episodes like in my head that haven't been done yet that I know I've said on this show. I'm going to tell you one right now. Bob Seger episode with Lisa Goich. I've been talking about this for probably five years now. It, it'll happen. I don't know when, but it will. So yeah, but with this is finally happening because Carrie's in town. Yep, you live basically up the street. Right. How many miles away does he live? It's like six. Yeah, five or six. Five or six. Like Piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I set up. Carrie picked up West. Um, did you put your lift light on when he got in the car? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you West? Did you tip? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it off the air. I'll, I'll buy you a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're not going to go through the entire Super Tramp catalog. We're going to stick with the Roger Hodgson period from 70 to 82. That's 12 years. Yeah. That should be enough. But Maybe. Why is that, though? Because I, I don't own the other. I own the one after. I just thought it would be easier. Okay. We well, just call it the Roger Hodgson years. Fair enough. <laughs> but then, see, then that, that implies that there will be another episode with the mm. not Roger Hodgson years. No one's saying that. There will not be. No, there won't be. But people can go, if they enjoy these songs, then maybe they can go investigate the other albums. Yeah. Are those other true. albums good? Um, one of them is very good. And that's then, the one and then directly, sort of, you know. Kind it, of, is that the one directly after Roger left? Yes. The first one after he left is good. Brother, Where You Bound, I think is a great album. That has Cannonball on it. Yes. Yeah, I own and, that one. Okay. And then that, then I'm done. Okay. Yeah, the, the, next, the, the album after that is when... Um, Rick Davis brought in another guy to sort of be a substitute Roger Hodgson. All right. There's a guy named Mark Hart. Kind of a stick situation where they replaced Dennis. Yeah, kind of. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Mark Hart was in there for a little bit. And then he then he he became a substitute Tim Finn in Crowded House. All right. <laughs> that was the next thing that for a while he was bouncing back and forth between those two bands. And then Neil Finn became a substitute Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. Yeah, well, it happens. Well, he and uh, and Mike Mike Campbell. Campbell. You need it, it, you always need you, two people yeah, to replace you need, Lindsay. You need two guys for for that job. That's, yeah, that's who replaced happens. him the first time? Uh, Rick Vito and what? Bur- Billy Burnett. Oh, r- really? Those were the two guys. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that. I, I'm not yeah. that up on on Fleetwood on your, Mac. Your Fleetwood Mac. Well, I mean, actually, I guess more. I'm just not up on those two guys that you named. You know, Neil Finn. I love Mike yeah, Campbell. Mike I Campbell. Love. I love. Yeah, so those two guys going are on like with them. I'm going to hear about. It. Yeah, when those two guys join, I'm like, mm, who are these guys? <laughs> They must be great, right? Eh, they're not, Lindsay. Lindsay's pretty hard to replace. Yeah, they can't be that great if it takes two people to replace one guy. I know, right? And and the thing with Neil Finn and and Mike Campbell, that sort of makes more sense because Neil Mike sings. Campbell, yeah, Mike Campbell is a better guitar player. Neil Finn is a great singer, right? So that makes sense. Yeah, I've heard those Dirty Knobs albums, and I like them, but Mike's not a great singer. 
Yeah, that's that's he's why, very much a barroom band type singer. That's why I, I like his uh, Blue Stingrays project better. All right, and who sings for that? Nobody. It's a surf band. Oh, it's a surf band. Okay, perfect. Yeah, they, they just do surf instrumentals. That's that's it's cool. And I and I dig surf music. Have you done a surf music episode? I don't think you have. I don't. I don't think so. See, that's that's another thing. You All right, do. we'll do that in four we'll years. Rattle around in your head. <laughs> And, I'm out. and and Murray surf music. Murray, Murray would love that. Surfing, so you bring Murray in here as All right. well. Surf music with Wes Anthony and Murray Villariano. Look for that in 2030. <laughs> uh, and Wes, one more thing. Uh, and the reason that we were doing this episode is because your nickname in high school was Supertramp. Uh, oh, I, I wish I had a cool nickname. <laughs> <laughs> your doctor, Doctor West Anthony. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a nickname now. I, I really, I've had very few nicknames over the course of my life. And I think it's because my actual name is a direction. Yeah. It feels like a nickname. Look, first so. of all, most nicknames aren't flattering. Uh, well, right. I don't know. To be honest. I mean, doctor is a cool nickname. Doctor is a cool nickname. Before but if, that, you, uh, but if, you re, if you rely on grade school or high school people to come up with your nickname, look out. No, no. It's not going to be That's good. the thing. That's, you know, when in elementary school, I was nicknamed West the Pest. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was terrible. And That's it's terrible. Like, and particularly because I kept to myself. Who was I pestering? Yeah. Air, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, one of my coworkers nicknamed me Gadget because I have a fondness for gadgets. Yeah. So that's that's a cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, kids, yeah, the kids suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie is a mom. She has kids, so she's offended by that. Um, so Carrie, uh, what's your relationship with Supertramp? Are you just a hits person? Do you go deep on the albums? What's the deal? Um, I mean, I I remember when I first um, started listening to Supertramp. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't discovered them um, earlier. I just was in the 80s. Um, and I remember it was around the time I was probably in grade 10. A friend at the time had said, oh, you got to check out Breakfast in America. I was at ski school. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to that album when I was there for that time, um, that week at ski school. So I always associate Super Tramp with then. Um, And I just, you know, their middle albums mostly really uh, resonate for me. And I really love them. Um, I feel like they kind of, yeah, have that arc where the first few albums, eh, I'm not so familiar with them. And then I really haven't dug into the back end of the catalog much. But so that sweet spot in the middle. Oh, but so good. So good. Right. And of course, Breakfast in America. That's that's the big album. You can't deny that's the big album. That's like uh, high infidelity for REO Speedwagon. It's just. So many people, so many bands just have like, this is the big one. It doesn't mean it's the best one, but right. it's the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like what, six million copies in the United States alone. Yeah. And it's- when a band has that after releasing so many albums prior and having success, but not, then all of a sudden, boom, what happened? The planets aligned. Something was different. Yeah. Well, that, that's a pretty common story. Isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, they're working their way up and then it's, they, they, they hit that, that goldmine jackpot. And and then there's the inevitable slide. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Now, before we get into the songs, the albums, and whatnot, and the chatter, and the talk, and the opinions, um, got to do just a little advertisement right now. I'm just gonna, I'm just, whoa, that doesn't work. Wait, what? Why is that so? That's not right. Are you advertising a loud buzzing noise? Yes. Uh, get your loud buzzing noise. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com. It's, uh, it costs $3. You'll get a loud buzzing noise MP3. We'll send it right to your email. You can use it to disrupt a board meeting or a concert or whatever you want. A birthday party, a bris. If you whenever need noise you need, to fall asleep to. Whenever you need noise, uh, you need a loud, loud buzzing. Is that what you call it? Sure. 
loud buzzing sound, please uh, purchase that for three dollars. It's an MP3, and I'll send it right to you. Uh, but no, really, this is uh, this is actually the ad right here. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, rock solid peeps! This past week, I've been revisiting some of the Cars albums, and it reminded me of a book that came out a couple of years ago called Let's Go, Benjamin Orr and the Cars, written by Joe Milliken, forward by David Spiro. Let me tell you about this book. This is a fantastic book. It was a decade in the making, and Joe interviewed over 100 people, including Ben's Cars bandmates, Greg Hawks and drummer David Robinson. Both of those guys knew Ben throughout his life, and the book also includes several never-before-published photos of Ben courtesy of the people Joe interviewed. Now, you can still get the book. You can order Let's Go through the publisher, Roman and Littlefield, or by visiting Joe's website, www.benorbook.com. That's B-E-N-O-R-R-B-O-O-K.com. However, Joe also has personalized copies of his book available, in which he also includes a few extra book promotional items as well. To order a personalized copy directly from Joe, he can be reached at benorbook at gmail.com. Again, benorbook at gmail.com. Look, if you're a Cars fan and you want to know more about Ben Orr, get this book. Let's go. Now back to the show. All right. There you go, folks. Uh, Back to the show. That's what we're doing. Okay. So. Let me see who we're going to go. Now, this time we're going to go with Carrie first. I have the, the playlists are Carrie, Pat, and West. So we're going to go Carrie, and then Pat, and then West. Sound good, West? Ladies, ladies first? Of course. All right. So the first album we're going to tackle is self-titled Super Tramp from 1970. Let me give a little, uh, a little info on this thing. It, uh, it went gold somewhere. MC. I don't know what MC is. And then SNEP, that's the abbreviation for these two things. Oh, MC is Canadian, is Music Canada. So it went gold in Canada. Perfect. All right. Perfect, for because you're here. You're from Canada. Yay. Yay, Canada. I feel like something happened. The energy, did. The energy <laughs> changed a lot. Uh, this album was produced by Supertramp. What do you think of that album cover? Uh, I don't. It's really bad. <laughs> it's, it's like it's a, like a sub uh, prog rock cover type cover yeah it's like a flower with a face in the flower it's like a drawing of some sort and uh the genre for this one's progressive pop art rock a&m records but uh yeah i don't know yeah they were one of the first bands uh signed to the the uk arm of a&m records all right all right now carrie you're going to start us off on this album. I am. And my disclaimer is I am not a super fan. Of sounds like super you know what, it sounds like you know a lot about them. <laughs> so, um I will bring limited knowledge, um but excellent song choices. Um and uh yeah, so and I haven't really dug in those first few albums, but um I do like any album that has a reprise at the end mm-hmm. and a little something at the beginning. Okay. And the song surely has that. So So, are we doing the opening, surely, or are we doing the reprise for you? Let's just do the opening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to play that right into your next song, because the this is only 32 seconds long is what I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So why don't you introduce your second song, too, and we'll just play those back to back. And then the second song is Home Again. Okay. And we're going to go right into there. Sounds good. And that song is only a minute and 15 seconds. How much? How long is this album? 
10 minutes? It's, it's longer than that. <laughs> no hum. That's good. I have no idea why we're getting that hum. Here we go. Surely into home again on Rock Solid. Only if I could I Just because, just this once, I was there. The dream has gone wrong when you're with me. That was your cue point. Okay. Man is the time when the blame went to you. Please forgive me. But the truth is, my friend. That the world isn't quite as I thought it to be Oh no I wish I were back home again Oh no Alright, those are two nice songs Thank you Now there's two vocalists in this band Do you want to tell us who they are, West? Uh, Rick Davis and Roger Hodgson is it Davis or Davies? No, it's it's Davis. It's I Davis. remember an interview from the mid '80s where they were pronouncing it Davis. The same thing with uh, Ray Davis and Dave Davis of uh, the Kinks, right? Although they're not related. Exactly, you're right. All right, so it's my turn because we're going around the horn this way. Okay, uh, I didn't pick a song from this album because I don't really know this album that well. And I look, I own it. I'm gonna move back here. Really? I'm over here, guys. Where is it? Under the S. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, look in there. I own. Uh, I know. Uh, here we go. There's my. These are my CDs. Those are my super. Oh, good. Now CDs. you can hold up the albums so we can see the covers. Oh yeah, I can hold them up to the to the, which camera is on <laughs> that one. Yeah. So there's that's that album cover. See, I don't even have the the, the first two on CD. Oh, so I'm better than you. Uh, I guess that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> Or you're more uh, are, profligate these, in your spending. I know, digitally remastered. This was uh, this was here's what happens. A couple of years ago, I'm like, you know what? I only know the Super Tramp hits. I gotta, I gotta listen to these albums, but I just can't like stream them or something. I have to actually go and buy what I feel is the best uh, audio possible. So sure. I bought the the digital remasters of the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, so you don't have uh, Paris? You don't have the live one? I don't have the live album. Okay. Should I have that? That's a very good live album, but mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not like, you know, really into them, then it's not necessary. Then it's not necessary for me. There's only one song. I could probably throw these away and just get a nice greatest hits. It would be fine with me. There's an excellent two disc collection called Retrospectacle, if anybody's interested. Well, we, we might be playing a uh, unreleased uh, single from that coming up. Oh, okay. Someone went off book. <laughs> Ladies first. And, uh, all right. <laughs> so we're jumping me. We're going right to you, West. You have now your, the Shirley that you want me to play is the reprise. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. All right. But Cause, first. Because I didn't think that, you know, 30 seconds was, uh, you know, did it justice. I, <laughs> I thought you, you're I thought probably I right. More. <laughs> you're probably right. You can prove carry wrong. Now, I don't, I don't remember what your cue point was for that. Well, you, know, song. you start. Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. And which yeah. song do we want to hear first? Do we want to hear that or do we want to hear... Oh, no, no. What was we your should, list? We should start uh, the one that comes earlier in the album called It's a Long Road. Okay. We start that one at 25 seconds. And then, you know, like like the album, we'll bookend our discussion of the first album with Shirley. All right. And then we'll stop after this song because 
and we'll talk about it, and then we'll go to sure. the reprise. All right. So far, we're off and running. Lots of fun. songs on this album were written by rick davis roger hodson and richard palmer palmer yeah that guy didn't last long richard palmer <laughs> but it, that was, that, was that, that, that really surprised me when i learned that he wrote all the lyrics on the first album wow because you know davis and hodgson are actually they're very good lyricists as a matter of fact so i was surprised mm-hmm. they didn't really want to do it in the beginning but then uh you know palmer just amsgrade and and uh that was the other thing is that also Hodgson started out mostly, you know, playing the bass yeah. for this, this first album. And Palmer was the one playing, doing the bulk of the guitar playing. Hodgson played some, some guitar, but uh, yeah, when, when Palmer vacated the position, then eventually Hodgson ended up on guitars and they got a, another guy to do bass. I know it's early in the show, but I'm going to say, hey, he's an expert. Yes. He's not even looking at notes. Good thing he's here. Now, let me tell you this. You can go. It's, it's <laughs> funny. It's funny how bands, it's just going to be West. It's funny how bands pivot because like the, f- uh, the first Goo Goo Dolls album, uh, Johnny Resnick doesn't sing lead vocal on it at all. And then the second one, I think he sings two songs and then they totally flip it to where Johnny's the lead vocalist. And then the bass player just sings two or three tracks per album but that's yeah, well that's, that's what i'm talking about before we how you know sometimes you know a band just got to like find its way yeah to, to the best version of itself yeah, absolutely so yeah and then i mean just the whole origin story for super tramp is weird because they, they're funded by a millionaire <laughs> really yeah there's a dutch millionaire named sam so i can't i don't know how to so were they just they were just like playing around and this millionaire liked their music yeah they were doing their own things and then uh this this Dutch millionaire who who liked uh Rick. He liked what Rick was doing and then He liked Rick Davis. As a boyfriend? No, 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 no. Not just like that. Li- okay. I don't know. <laughs> but he was Rick Davis was playing with Gilbert O'Sullivan. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. So and what's his song? Uh Alone Again. Yes, naturally. naturally. Okay. And that was that was a song that um oh, I can't remember the name of the, the hip hop guy who got in trouble for sampling that song. But that was like a whole thing. All right. But um but yeah, so, uh, and this guy, the Dutch millionaire, he had been funding another band and then he said, you know, to Rick Davis, you know, like, you know get a, get a band together and I'll, I'll pay for it. Wow. I mean, yeah. you can't beat that. I know it's, you know, it's not the kind of thing that happens at all uh, for the most part that I know of nowadays. No, that would never happen. So, but now you don't really need to because it's like, you know, you just throw it up you on can, YouTube. Yeah. Or well, and you can, you know, make music on your, on your computer and then you just yeah, put you it on the internet and you don't need other people. But yeah, that was, that was what happened. He, he was backing those guys for like the first two albums and then he bailed because the first two albums weren't very successful. All right. And then he bailed too soon. Yeah, well, maybe that, maybe not though. Maybe that's what they needed. Oh, okay. Yeah. You they know? needed, they needed, uh, they didn't need to be coddled. They needed to. Yeah. Maybe they needed to, you know, the kick in the pants. Kick in the pants. I like that. All right. Now we're going with surely. That's a hard word for me to say. Surely. Say it, Carrie. 
Shirley? 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 I know what you're thinking, Wes. You're going to say, stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know why I, I find that word to be difficult to say. Shirley. Shirley. What other word do you have problems with? There's another one I'm thinking Carrie? Of. No. <laughs> Can't say that very well. Um, I'm, I, oh, there's, oh, the, the song by Pink Floyd, uh, blank numb. Comfortably numb. Wow. That's, do it. I have to really think about it. I know. Do it. Do it. Comfortably. (laughs) See, it's hard. All right. So this is the reprise. (laughs) It ends the album. Right. Should we end the show here? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if you're having that much trouble talking, 34 minutes in. We need to get Pat some wine. I could please you Only in your past Lie the tears Surely there's a day You can say Went your way Some illusion You can keep Through the years It's a nice song. Yeah, it is. Started exactly like the one I played. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. That's why <laughs> that's, I didn't. Uh, yeah. That's why I didn't go with the first one. I let's go with the last one. Yeah, this is a reprise. Reprise. Oh, reprise. I can't say that either. <laughs> All right, I just pulled off my shelf. Uh, this is the Heaven's Door double barrel whiskey. Uh, this is Bob Dylan. Uh, should I take any of this? You should have some of it. I don't you can see I've no, hardly drank you. any of it. I have all these celebrity alcohols, West, and I never drink them. I just kind of collect them. Oh. That was good. Yeah. That's strong. I'm going to take a sip of this. <laughs> Just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Just sure. for sh- shits and giggles. Oh, by the way, if I keep looking over here, Wes, don't think I'm not. I'm just making sure that, that we're oh, still no. recording. I'm, I'm looking at it occasionally oh. myself. Okay, here we go. This is going to be bad. Uh-oh. I don't like whiskey like straight like this. Oh, really? No. I feel like we should get a picture of this. Don't. The verdict? Smooth. <laughs> no, I got to be honest with you. It's it's um, it's um, a lot smoother than I thought it would be. Mm. So uh, a lot of people way to go, Bob Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Way to go, Bob Dylan. All right. That's Heaven's Door. How do you get that name? The song? Yes. All right, oh, now it's coming. All right, moving uh, moving right along, we're going to move to this next album from 1971. All right, now, I should I... This, it's called Indelibly Stamped. Right. Is it going to be offensive if I hold this album cover up, Carrie? No, it, I've seen it before. All right. What's weird is sometimes it's in color. This, on my CD, it's in black and white. Yeah, I believe, like... Initial American pressings were in black and white. It's actually not as graphic in black and white, if that makes sense. Well, that's probably why. In color, it's more, I don't know. Because, you know, Americans are uh, prudish. All right, so there it is. Okay, so what I read is that for some of the um, U.S. issues, they put, um, I think, like a bar? two gold stars. On the nipples. Yes. Well, let me tell you what the oh, cover brother. is. It's... Um, <laughs> This is a woman, correct? Yes. All right. So it's 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 a woman, uh, topless. You don't see her face, and her arms are crossed right below her bosom, is what I'll say, because I think that's the best way to say it. And uh, and there's tattoos um, 
on a lot of her body, but the um, the bosoms are uh, quite prevalent and not covered up. So Carrie's saying that they put stars over the nipples on some pressings. And it was banned in Australia. Of course. And um, other places sold it in a brown paper <laughs> sleeve. Okay. that I mean, mm. look. Like in Through the Outdoor. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but for very different reasons. Very much so. Although, if you, if you see an album that has a brown paper sleeve on it and it's called In Through the Outdoor, your mind could start to wander a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not so much when I was 12. No. I actually bought the thing. But, but now I, that you're immature, older and immature, you would think... I never thought that. How dare you. Uh, now you'll never not, uh, not think it. it. You just so, ruined that album for me. <laughs> now, I just don't understand why... Your first album's not success, super successful. It's a little successful. Why do you go with this cover on album two? I, I don't think that's going to help your sales so much. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Or unless maybe. they, well, sometimes controversy is good for sales though. It can be, hmm. but maybe they weren't thinking about, cause again, it's, it was, it's America really that, that had a lot of problems with it. It seems uh, right. a lot of other countries aren't so uptight about the human body. Right. So maybe they, maybe they just weren't thinking in those terms. This also went gold in Canada. Well, indelibly stamped produced again by self-produced by super tramp. So, um, here we go. Yes, Carrie, you were going to add? Well, what I read was like their debut was a commercial failure upon release. But later, decades later. When Pat bought it. It went gold in yeah. France and Canada. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, that's that, probably it. Yeah, you're probably right. It yeah. went good. Mm-hmm. Once people, yeah, people who bought Breakfast in America then probably went yeah. back and bought everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's what happens a lot of times. So that's, that's definitely what happened with the first two albums because the first one was not successful. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was even less successful. Even less successful. And let me see what the lineup is on this album. Uh, no Palmer anymore. Nope. We got uh, Rick Davis, Roger Hodgson's, Hodgson, Dave Winthrop, Frank Farrell or Farrell, and uh, Kevin Curry on percussion and drums. And that's what we got. And Carrie, you're going to start us off on this. And I'm going to start us off with Rosie Had Everything Planned. Rosie Had Everything Planned. Here we go. A girl with a strange kind of humor Stupidly took in a rumor Making her think that she'd lost Double-crossed by a man who was dear Stood in the garden and shaking her head Rosie could not understand Wiping her it sounds great. They they did a pretty good job producing themselves. Some bands I don't feel can produce themselves. They need an outside voice, but yeah. they did pretty well. It sounds good. Yeah, they're they're fine. I mean, but sometimes though you need just you know an, an outside set of ears, a sounding board. Yeah, so it's not always you know for technical reasons that you need a producer. Sometimes it's for creative reasons. That's right. You're right. That's why like uh, sometimes a producer will be called the. You know, if there's five members, he, the producer might be called the sixth member of the band or the fourth member or the fifth member, depending on how much input they have. Right. Like George Martin is the fifth Beatle. Uh, one of many. And Giles Martin is the sixth Beatle. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, that could be uh, now, I guess. I don't know. I'm just adding that. You know, well, there's been a bunch of fifth Beatles, though. You know, mm-hmm. Billy Preston is regarded as fifth right, Beatle. Right. And Eric Clapton has been regarded as the fifth sure, Beatle. Sure, sure. So. Yoko. 
She's like the fourth and a half Beatle. All right, there you go. Uh, moving along, it's my turn now. I didn't pick anything from this album um, because, again, I don't know. I you see it, I own it. It's right here. I just didn't. I could have listened. I didn't prepare. So do I get lot. to play my second song, even though it wasn't we'll come on back the around? I only played the first two together because they were short. Uh, so we're going to come around the horn. Now. Right. We're going to West now with his first from Indelibly Stamped. Oh, you're not. I'm not. I didn't pick one from this album. Oh, again? Again. And then when I'm on it. After this, I'm on it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, the first one is uh, then I picked is uh, your papa don't mind. He doesn't mind what? Uh, at all. What? <laughs> Are we going to find out what? Uh, I know Papa doesn't preach. We learned that from Madonna. Well, it sounds like no, he doesn't no. mind either. He, he preached plenty to Madonna. It's just she was telling him not to. Just, oh, that's right. That's right. Hey, hey, knock it off, yes. buddy. Oh, I missed the whole point of that song. I thought the guy didn't preach. No, no. It was. Preaching. Oh, she was telling him not to preach. It was preaching ahoy. And, right. and she didn't listen. And now she's getting sued. So there you go. You're, she um, she should have listened. Your papa don't mind. That's a completely different thing then. Probably. He doesn't mind if you get pregnant. <laughs> that's what that is. Papa, I'm pregnant. <laughs> eh. We're all going to have sex eventually. It happens. Okay. Am I going to be a grandpapa? Eh, I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. So your papa don't mind. Yeah, we'll see if he reacts that way when his own kids are. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I do not want any grandbabies right now. I'm too young for that. Wearing a Ramones t-shirt like a child. Here we go. And roll. Kind of sound like that a little bit. Yeah. I think this is your papa don't mind and your mommy don't rock and roll. That's what I think it is. Yeah, when when did that song come out though? Well, this song was seventy one. You yeah, want to look song, it up? But I'm talking about the other one though. Let me look it up. What was it before or I after? I can look it up. Hold on, everybody. Chill out. Everybody calm down. I'm going to open my filter on my iTunes. I'm going to type in Loggins. And then I'm going to type in a word called Messina. Actually, I mistyped, so it uh, it typed in Logind. Okay, Loggins. And Messina, let me find out what happened. Let me see if we can get a, a date on... Your mommy don't dance in 72. Hmm. So who stole from who? Well, I'm hmm. guessing Loggins and Messina yeah, stole. Yeah, they heard this. They go, this super, this like, super yeah, nobody, band's not going to make it. Yeah, I mean, the, nobody bought the, the record, so no. maybe they just figured, you know, we can get away with you it. You know who bought it? Loggins. <laughs> it's his favorite album. He's like, I'm going to steal this riff, this melody, whatever you call it. I don't know music. Uh, Carrie, to you. <laughs> yeah. You're going off book. Oh, I had to. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't find another song on that album did that I enjoyed? wanted to pick. Oh, my God. So, but how you did you said I had to pick two from each album. Well, like, you don't oh. have to. I picked And none. he didn't pick any. I yeah. know. So, you do went, as I say, so not as I do. How did you go to Retrospectacle and find a non album single? How'd you do that? I kind of just happened upon it, truth right. be told. 
right. I went to Top Songs and I think I saw it there and I'm like, oh, I've never heard that song. And then I dug in a little bit and I realized it was released in 74. Right. And so that was kind of right around between Crime of the Century, yeah. right before hopefully Crime of the Century and um, this album. And it was a non-album single and I liked it. All right. <laughs> so, so And it's called... Land Ho. All right. Now I hear that this Land Ho is also a super tramp. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's a stupid joke. Here comes Land Ho. Is this your cue point? Did you say take it from the top? Oh yeah, hold. Dream of nothing to do. What? Did you want to say something? I did. I wanted, okay, what? Can you start it over? Yeah. I want, I thought it actually sounded a little bit like the start of Rio from Dran Dran if you listen, like if you didn't All right. know. But okay, let's listen. Sorry to make you do that over. It's okay. It's a lot of work. I use my index finger. Dream of nothing to do. Dream of nothing to say. In case I need something to dream about. But something keeps it moving away. I said, I like that. Isn't it fun? Yeah. Take a drink of your water, West. That's a good idea. Yeah, take a drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. How did that not make it on an album? I'm glad you found that. Right? Well, that was the thing that some bands did. Yeah, it's true. I mean, actually, I don't know if that's something that American bands did that often. But British bands always. Yeah, Yeah. Beatles put out a ton of singles. Well, I mean, until Mm -hmm. they came to America and then Capitol said, oh, let's put these on an album. Mm -hmm. And then they just screwed around with all kinds of stuff. (laughs) And then Roger Hodgson also put it on his, one of his solo albums called High High. So it's oh. on there as well. All right. There mm-hmm. you go. What's the big Beatles <coughs> single uh, double A side that, what is it? Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane. Yeah. That's amazing that those two songs are not on an album. Yeah. Well, that's, that was the thing that those guys, they, they just, they come up with singles. And they said, let's put this out as a single. And then they didn't want to, um, they didn't want to rip off their fans. That's yeah. what it was about. You know, just to make them pay twice for the same thing. But Capitol Records, on the other hand, it's like, oh, let's rip off the kids left and right. <laughs> so that's why there's, you know, there's like 13 official uh, Beatles albums in the UK. But over here, it's like closer to 16. Yeah. Yeah. They messed around with it. I like the UK um, sequencing. Yes. That um, reminds me. Are you ever going to do that uh, versus episode with Revolver versus uh, Aftermath? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I will. Yeah. Because that's going to be... It's going to be tough. Yeah, it me, is. But me, it's, also, I mean, it's also a really wild coincidence because um, the Rolling Stones fell victim to the same thing with their American yeah. label. And so the UK versions of both of those albums have 14 tracks. The US versions of both of those albums have 11 tracks. I know. It's, yeah, and I have... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, and I have, this is what I have. I got both of them right here. Cool. I have both of them. Yeah, UK. I, I don't, I mean, I like them both. I don't prefer one over the other. I'm willing to bet that a lot of people prefer the US version because it has painted black uh, and the yeah. UK version does not. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. I said, oh, well. Okay. Uh, coming up on West Anthony, indelibly stamped. Carrie's doing some research. I can still feel the uh, the heavens uh, 
Heaven's Door whiskey is still like in uh, my system, like up in my throat and mouth area. Wow. Yeah. It was like fighting to get out. It's, it's, I hope maybe, not. I, I, we don't, we don't it's need just that. hanging out. It's just like, it's hanging out. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm a lifelong teetotaler, so I don't, I don't have any experience with any of that stuff. I don't know how it works. I'm basically a teetotaler. Look how much alcohol is still in these bottles. But, uh, but I'll have a cocktail once in a while. Why not get crazy? Uh, indelibly stamped, please. Okay. So what do we got? My second song was mm. uh, Friend in Need. Is this helping a friend? Is this about helping a friend in need? Sure. All right. Which do, is a good thing to do. Do you help people? You, you walk down the street, there's a homeless guy, you give him a dollar? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, this. I, I actually, oddly enough, I don't encounter too many homeless people. Okay. But, That's good. <laughs> but again, because I, I work from home, I'm not, I'm not right. going out so much right. anymore. All right. And there's not one in the hallway of your apartment building? No. People in the hallways are home. All That's, right. <laughs> They're homed. We, we all live there. All right. What I'm gathering is you don't like to help people. I do like to help. Look, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Oh, this is charity work for you? <laughs> All right, friend in need. Apparently, I'm your friend in need. I did need someone to sit behind that microphone. There you go. You helped me figure out that hum. Hey, buddy, want to talk to you. I've got a friend in need, a friend in need. I hear you got a few friends, too, who live up the stairs. I wish I would have listened to these first two albums. These are, uh, I've heard some good stuff. Although Carrie did not like this album much. Well, I didn't like that song. Either. You didn't like that song either? <laughs> what? You don't like some Sorry. ragtime? <laughs> a little ragtime piano. You don't like that? But I do have a question for Wes. Which of the first two albums do you like better? Um, the first one. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. The first one, because I agree with all those people who, who didn't buy the second one. Mm. Sophomore slump is what they call it. Yeah, they call it that now. I don't, I don't know if they called it that back then. Back then they just said tankaroo. <laughs> Mm. Boo. They just went P U. It's a seagull stinker. <laughs> All right. Now we move on. Unless yes. you have thoughts about that song. No. It's no, just it's a just, song you like. It's a good song. I, I happen to like it. That's, you know, it, it, this this was a point where, you know, Davis and Hodgson were, you know, they're still co writing, mm-hmm. but now they're also writing lyrics. All right. You know, um, with the exception of uh, Carrie's first song, Rosie Had Everything Planned. That's like, I think that's the only song in the Super Tramp catalog that doesn't have a Rick Davis credit on it because he didn't, he didn't help out with that one. Let me check that. Let me check that out. See if you're right. But, you're uh, right. Okay. Hodgson and Frank Farrell. Yeah. The other, you know, it was like the bass yeah. player or something like that. But, um, yeah, it, it it's, it's not that great overall, <laughs> but at least now, and, and, but again, maybe it's just the two of them, Writing together music and lyrics, maybe that's one of the essential ingredients that they needed to take them up to the next level, which they did in the next album. Yes, this is when it all starts to come together, uh, particularly with the album covers. Let's look at it. This is Crime of the Century. I mean, that's a much, much better album cover. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's funny that uh, it's one thing that we'll we'll be talking about through this episode is that they have really great album covers. And I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the album design company Hypnosis. Oh yeah, I just watched the documentary. They did oh, a lot of yeah. U- they did a lot of UFO album covers and right. Pink Floyd. Yeah, and, and Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, just fantastic. Yeah. I was when I when I turned this one over, I, I thought, is this? Hi- is this hypnosis? That's the thing. It, it's not. That It's not. They have so many great album covers and not one of them is by hypnosis. Because this is this is very reminiscent of a hypnosis type album. I know. Cover. It's it's kind of surprising that they never worked with those guys. And this predates uh Superman the movie by 4 years, but this reminds me very much of when oh, yeah, they get the, caught the in the Phantom zone. zone. Yeah. Yeah. General Zod and his two cronies. His hench people. His hench people. So, uh, crime of the century. Now, if I can explain this album cover, it's like a, uh, it's like a, a, a prison window, a barred prison window with two fists holding onto it, but it's floating out in space. Yep. Crime of the century. Uh, now we get a producer on board here, a producer of note. Yes. Ken, Ken Scott. Ken Scott. And he worked most famously with West. Oh my gosh. Well, if you want to go with most famously, wait, most famously as a producer or most famously overall, because overall it's the Beatles. He was an engineer for the Beatles. But as, as a, a producer, producer David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. He also produced a Kansas album. Maybe two of them co-produced. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah. He produced the ones without the original singer, Steve Walsh. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the two eighties albums. Ken, Ken Scott, Scott co-produced the, this and, and the next super tramp album. Yeah. All right. So, so now they've regrouped. They're ready for success. They've gotten the the new band because everybody left after the second album. The millionaire left. The other three guys left. There was nobody but Rick and Roger. And mm-hmm. then they recruited three more guys. And that is that that is the core quintet that carried them through uh, the massive success. Yeah. And all the way through uh, the end of the Roger Hodgson era. Right. You're right. All right. Carrie, ladies first. Mm-hmm. What's your first song off Crime of the Century? So this is my favorite Super Tramp song. Um, this is your favorite one of all time. It is of all, right. all of their songs, and I want to know what each of yours are, but you might have to wait t- till the end so we don't okay. have spoilers. But um, it mine's is... probably one of mine is my favorite one's probably from the first album. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the one you, you played play earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to share. He, yeah, he wanted to keep it. To himself. Well, when you get to your favorite song, make sure you mention right. it because I'm curious to know what you guys each okay. have as your favorite. But mine is um, "Hide in Your Shell." Hide in your shell. Is mm-hmm. that because you're shy? I'm very shy. You but know you that. don't hide in your shell anymore. That what? shell has cracked open. No. You don't have to hide with us. We're all no. friends. Can you no. just play my song, please? Yes. Uh-oh. All right. Oh, boy, it's breaking bad. <laughs> That's a six minute and 48 second tune right there. Yeah, there's a few long ones. Yeah. There. Mm. The, the, you're really seeing more of the progressive element uh, come to the fore. And what do you like about that? What makes it your favorite? 
I mean, I, I don't, I can't tell you. I think it either works. A song either like hits me or it doesn't. So okay. you can't tell me because it's a secret. No, it's no, just it's, it's, it's a gut thing. It's, it's, right. it's not a head thing. It's <laughs> a heart you, thing. This is no because this is the thing that that drives me up the wall sometimes when you're having discussions about music with some people nobody here but i mean <laughs> other people it's just no it's like you know nice oh, cover oh why do you like this or why do you mm-hmm. not like that and you can't quantify it right you know it's just it like i said it's it's not a head thing it's a heart yeah. thing it's in your gut you dig it or you don't and i always say i don't choose the music the music chooses me that's so yeah that's excellent i can that, never i can never decide to like a song yeah so it either it just it you know it gets mm-hmm. you in the right spot it or, does or it doesn't and that's so and that's, that's why I don't I don't I can't entertain those those discussions those people you know yeah. demanding to know why you know, oh why is the Beatles your favorite band because it is that's all <laughs> what, so because look what what happens you know what happens if I fail to convince you why the Beatles <laughs> should be my favorite band do you get to come to my apartment and confiscate my Beatle records I think no so. you don't no I think that's what I'm happens. armed why are you the- challenging my song choice Pat <laughs> um. I believe Carrie's answer to my question was, uh, I heard it as none of your business. That's how I heard it. Did I hear it wrong? All right. It's so a great look, song, though. It is a great it's, song. It's, you know, I bet I bet it's because uh, it's comforting. There's a little uh, element of vulnerability to it right. as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a hard, hard word, word to say. Vulnerable. <laughs> and, um, and a couple of other songs mm. of theirs that I chose um, kind of uh, are in that element. And they're they're all Roger songs, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Always, because that's the thing. That's that was the thing that kind mm-hmm. of like one of the things that's great about the band is that you have that kind of. Yeah, I don't want to. I was about to say rubbing of parts, but that's hmm. that, that's that's a weird. Do way you want to look at the uh, <laughs> the second album no, cover see, again? Here's the thing: is that uh, you know Rick Davis has a strictly working class background. Okay. Whereas Roger Hodgson grew up you know, sort of a, you know, a privileged kid. He went to like, you know, private boarding school and stuff wow. like that. And Rick is like more oriented toward blues and jazz, mm-hmm. which you can hear. And Roger is more into uh, pop music, yeah. which you can hear. And so, and you can tell like Rick's songs have more, are more sort of rough edged and there's, there's more, you know, they're, they're harder. There's more, there's an edge of, uh, of cynicism sometimes with some of them. Whereas Roger, I mean, I don't want to say that, you know, it's like, you know, touchy feely, airy fairy kind of stuff, yeah. but you know, it, it can get a little hippy dippy sometimes it can, <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. It's very, uh, it can be very John Anderson like at times from yeah. yes. That- that's why it would have been good if he had joined yes instead of uh, Trevor Horn. Yeah. Yeah. That's- <laughs> um, and once he left, he never went back. They never had a reunion tour. Did they? No. Super Tramp? No. He just never did it. Nope. They're still alive, right? Rod, I think Roger is. I they're, think he's they're, they're still uh, one one of the band members of these, This now this quintet is gone. I can't remember which one. I think it's the bass player. Would people care about a Super Tramp tour in, I don't know, 2024? I think people would. Um, it might not be like, like a you know a huge arena type tour but you know like they come to the like greek the theater or, yeah, yeah the greek or the wilter and something yeah. like that if they were going to do like you know this this would be like the 50th anniversary of uh this album yeah and you know if they if they got back together i think a lot of people i would yeah i would go i would go to see it 100 percent. but i don't think it's going to happen because that was the thing unfortunately is that you know as they went on those the differences between those two guys just started you know that rubbing rubbed them the wrong way yeah so ask me if I would go. Ask me if I would go see this tour. Would you go see uh, Super Tramp? 
That's You're asking me an if I would go see. You asking me if I would go see them? Bloody well right. Mm-hmm. You're bloody well right, I would. Sometimes I have to play the hits that you guys maybe didn't pick because we can't forget about the hits. No, well, I I was counting on you playing the hits, <laughs> and I counted on you to go deep. Thank you. Did you count on me not to cue the song up properly? I'm just glad you picked a song. <laughs> yeah, fine. Had to happen sometime. Wow. I'm, you're gonna you drive picked me, a banger, though. Are you going to drive me into the bottle again? <laughs> I think you need it. <laughs> oh, no. Don't but listen. Fun. Listen to this, though. I mean, it's, you know, again, this is the, blues. This, the blues influence. If I would have queued it up, we would have heard vocal. Let me jump in ahead. Okay. I forgot that the intro was this long. It's only a four minute and 30 second song. This is bloody well right. Really rocks too. It does. Yeah. Wait, wait. Hang on. We'll have to do it. All right. 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 Oh, I missed it. You got a bloody right to say. Right. Oh, damn it! It's the whiskey. You're bloody well wrong. You know you got a right to say. All right. I did take another drink of that whiskey, and that's um, now I'm done. Oh boy, did you? I know. All right, moving on. West Anthony, crime of the century. What do you got? Oh, you, oh, you picked Hide in Your Shell. Yeah, I picked that one too. All right. Because it's a great song. All right. Mm-hmm. And again, I figured. Did that, you pick you it know, because you knew Carrie would like it? No. No, I have, I, you know, I have no idea what you're going to like. Right. That's true. <laughs> and I don't mind. See, but, for but now me, I have a better idea. That's, that's what I like. I like getting to know people through music. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what's fun. The, uh, like Mike Siegel was always, uh, concerned with crossovers i think we're gonna have all the same songs i'm like you know what if if you have a song that's a crossover it just means that's a great song so calm down mike siegel <laughs> hi mike um so your next song then want to introduce it my second song is the title track tee it which, up uh is just i don't know i i don't know why but somehow it's a lot of their their albums like the last song Mm-hmm. is the song that uh, I really love. They they know how to go out. They know how to close it out. Yeah. Some albums peter out. They go out with a bang. Yeah. Kapow. And uh it's just it's it's magnificent the way you know the the album ends with uh, with the title track Crime of the Century. I just I love it. No one liked my uh my my bang sound effect. Kapow. That was the bang. Go out with a bang. Mm. Good job. <laughs> okay, Crime of the Century. <laughs> The planning the crime of the century. Well, what will it be? Read all about their schemes and adventuring.
kind of heavy and evil in a way. Yeah, it's, it has, you know, a lot yeah. of menace to it. Yeah. And again, and that carries over to the, the, the instrumental conclusion, mm-hmm. which, is, uh, which I just find it beautiful. Yeah. So Supertramp goes on tour. I'm planning this thing. I'm going to sponsor it. Uh, <laughs> Rock Solid presents Supertramp 50th Anniversary Crime of the Century Tour 2024. Look at it in, uh, you know, medium to small sheds uh, throughout the summer. Uh, we're going to set them up. Uh, it's it's going to be a package tour. Who are we going to put on tour with them? Uh, Who would be a good band to open for them? Looking around. I don't know. The Fix. The Fix is going to open for them. I I pay money to see both of those guys. All right. See, that that works. So that's what I that's what I got cooked. I, I didn't want to make the announcement this early in the show. I was going to close out with that announcement, but we're sponsoring the tour. Have you done uh, a Fix episode? I know you interviewed. I, I That Kern. was a long interview with Cy Kern, and that was at the beginning of... That was right at the beginning of yeah. COVID, and he was just willing to stay on for as long as whatever. Now people are like, how long is the interview going to be? And I'm like, 35 minutes? And yeah, so that I, was the thing. In the beginning of the COVID period, you know, people were just, they were you know, stuck inside. They weren't going anywhere. Do. It's like, no, oh, I, I can't wait to talk my head off. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even, I don't, I never have to do a fixed episode because I think we really, I think we covered it with him. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? So if Supertramp goes on tour, they have at least, they have at least 10 solid hits. At least, right? Or oh. well-known songs. They can very easily fill out a two-hour concert. Yeah, but they can play They can play songs. all their hits and and give everyone who's a casual fan all the hits, and they would still have room to do their five or six or seven deep album cuts. It would be a great yeah. tour. It would be good. It would. All right. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if Roger Hodgson plays these uh, songs when he tours. I'm going to look it up. I think he does play some of you know his Supertramp songs. Yeah. That's the thing. He's not going to play the Rick songs. And they're they're color coded on the albums. If you I don't I can't remember if they did the same thing on the CDs, but that was the thing is that if you look on the the album art, really? Yeah, they'll, it'll be like, you know, it, it says songs all songs written by Rick Davis and Roger Hodgson, but like Rick's name will be in yellow. Okay. And then the lyrics to the songs that he, you know, was largely responsible for, the lyrics of those songs will be in yellow, and that's how you can tell. All right. So, well, according to setlist uh Dot .fm the last time Roger Hodgson played live was in March of 2020 so almost 4 years ago uh-huh. and he played Take the Long Way Home yeah uh, a song called School right Breakfast in America Lady Sister Moonshine the logical song The Lord is Mine Child of Vision these are all the Super Tramp songs yeah Don't Leave Me Now Dreamer right. Hide in Your Shell mm-hmm. and Give a Little Bit so he's playing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's doing. He didn't it. play any of his solo stuff. No, it, well, he did. I skipped those. Oh, put, oh, okay. Yeah, I was just reading the super. He did play. Uh, right in the middle, he plays "Death in a Zoo" and "Had a Dream Sleeping with the Enemy." Mm. But yeah, it's all Super Tramp. Yeah, it's all Super Tramp. Well, that, that that is the bulk of his career. I mean, I don't think he it's only true. put out like two, three, three, three solo, solo albums. albums. Yeah, and yeah. I think only the first one was. Yeah, the, popular. the first one did well. What's it called? Eye of the Storm. I Eye think? of the Storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Carrie Scott. Yes. Your second song. That's right. I'm going to set it up. Um, so in okay, June... hold on. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. In June 2003, I put out a post on X. Um, the don't, form- please, don't, formerly, you, the bird no, formerly known as Twitter. No, we do not call it X. <laughs> I know, that you is, call it Twitter. You did it to make me angry. I know. Do you want to drive me into that bottle again? Maybe. All right. 
Keep going. Um, so I put out a post on Twitter. You know how I always post music that I'm playing, mm-hmm. the album, whether it's a yep. CD or um, if it's an album, I'll say on the platter. At Flipside Vinyl on Twitter. Yes. And on Instagram. Yes. yes. Oh, well, at Flipside Vinyl 3. That's right. <laughs> Apparently at there were two others. Okay. So, All right. um, on Instagram. But um, I still post because I love listening to whole albums and I'll post what albums mm-hmm. I played. And I played a Super Tramp album. Um, Breakfast in America mm-hmm. um, back in June and I asked people I said what is your favorite Super Tramp song and I really never know what kind of response I'm going to get right. on a tweet right like you'll get a few people um, but a lot of people um, had an opinion on this All right. so I had like 138 replies that's wow. a lot that's a lot it Yikes. was so fun I re- why did I say it twice that's a lot that's a lot <laughs> that's how much it is I know keep going <laughs> And um, and it was really varied. I found it so fascinating. So I actually compiled the stats on a spreadsheet. Just for fun. Just because you <laughs> like doing it. I will put anything in a spreadsheet, yeah. given the chance. You fill the, the glass up with wine, heavy pour. You open up your spreadsheet. I'm just painting a picture of how this. I well, think this goes on. That's not what I do. All right. but, um, so for Crime of the Century. It is, that's what she does. <laughs> keep going. For Crime of the Century, um, Hide in Your Shell got like five votes. Okay. Um, Rudy got two. Crime of the Century um, got three. Um, school. So these were only your favorite Super Tramp song from this album specifically? No, I asked them from all, all any Super okay. Tramp. Yeah. All right. And Keep... these are the number of votes kind okay. of each gotcha. got. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Bloody Well Right got eight. Okay. Um, and I was really surprised because... This is my next song, and it's a dreamer, and it only got one vote. But I what? love it. It only oh. got this only got one vote. Like out of all the responses I got, yeah, only one person said dreamer was oh, well, their absolute said, favorite. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's not your absolute favorite. It's not my absolute so, favorite. No, so you but, can't you can't yell at that. No, but person. I thought I thought more people would pick it. More than, I wonder if I I mean, it is one of their more well known songs. Yeah. It is, yeah, and it's so great. So I was a little surprised. All right. I said dreamer, nothing but a dreamer, can you put your hands in your head, oh no, I said fire, what a day, a year, a life it is, you, well you know you had it coming to you, now there's not a lot I can do. I really like that one. Yeah, that's a great song. When Pilar asked what the topic was tonight, and I said, Super Tramp. And she was like, huh. And then she walked away. She goes, I don't know if I know any Super Tramp songs. And of course, then I sang her like three or four. uh, And boy, did I sound great. And and then she was like, oh, okay. I know know all those songs. I'm like, yeah, you would know like 10 songs for sure. Faux show is what I said. That's how I say it. West, what is your... Ne- when we're done, we're moving on. What, you don't have yeah. uh, a second one? I don't, because I thought I felt like we did it. I think it felt like five songs was good. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, come on. Um, let's... Yeah, that's a little surprising. I, I thought somebody would have picked school, yeah. but... Okay, that's all right. You don't You don't have to. I but hate, now, look, I hate school. Like, well, not okay. the song. That's... that's Okay, I'll Just give you that. School. <laughs> but you know, not a reason not to play the song, Pat. <laughs> okay, but wait. But so hold before on we second. move on... Okay. Well, hold on. Carrie, did you graduate? You graduated from college. Mm-hmm. 
Wes, did you go to college? Nope. Nope. Did you go, do you have a master's degree? Mm-hmm. You do. Here we go. One more question. PhD. No, sir. Are you thinking about it? No, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Wes. You said before but, we move on. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, this really, I mean, they've been playing, they've used it all this time starting from the very beginning but this album crime of the century is really where their use of the Wurlitzer electric piano which is very central to their sound mm-hmm. really came to the fore i mean you heard it in hide in your shell you heard it in dreamer mm-hmm. you heard it also in uh, a bloody well right you heard it at the very yeah. beginning and it's it i mean it, again it's it's core to their sound you know uh so which brings me to our, our fun little demonstration that uh oh okay because the thing is that there's there's two it major this better be fun <laughs> oh maybe we better skip it no 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 <laughs> what's happening right it's now it's only fun for me well okay because west has some extra stuff there, to add. there are two major uh electric pianos okay particularly in, casio in, in the world of rock and roll oh, casio get out of here <laughs> go out that window okay <laughs> you don't even get to leave through the door no is there's, there's the the fender roads Okay. And then there's the Wurlitzer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the key, Wurlitzer. guitar. But no, 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 not that either. <laughs> so this, those are the two, the two big ones that most people use. And, and just to give you an idea of the differences between it, because I mean, they do sound very similar, mm-hmm. but the differences can be subtle if you're, you know, really paying attention. And so let's start with uh, uh, get back, start at one thirty, which is the, the keyboard solo. All right, let me see if I have this queued up at 1.30. I do not, but I'm going to go to 1.30, as West has uh, told me to do very forcefully. And here we go. Should be playing. Oh, okay, 1.30. Here we go. Yeah. I'm dragging the finger. Ooh, that hurts my ears. Ow, my ears. Ooh, okay. I thought she was a woman, but she was another. Is that 1.30? Yeah. This is the single version. Is there oh, a difference? Okay, I was going the album version. Okay, hold I, on now. I got it. Wes, I completely forgot that there was like two different down. versions. Carrie, get back in your seat. That's, that's it's fine. Fault. Now I got to go out the window. Do Carrie, I need to take over the computer, Pat? Carrie was going to leave. <laughs> I got a lot of balls in the air over here. It's crazy. All right. Where's the... Uh, you don't want it from uh, Let It Be dot 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 be naked or naked. You don't want that version. No, no. The one off the, the original album. All right. That was... Uh, the single was 311. Why can't I find the original version? Well, Maybe I mean, you can is... find the, uh, the the keyboard solo on the, the single version that you already had. You just need to back it up. Let me see. Let me go. Let me try this version. Maybe this is it. 130 is where you think where it is. Well, mm-hmm. This isn't it. No, Get that's... <laughs> that's wrong. I had a bunch of versions of this song. Could it be this one? No. No. <laughs> versions are like 313 okay well again just just go ahead like uh like about a minute or so and let's see what we're from there okay hold it right there. yeah keep it going right here it comes
it'll look like I'm playing. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Billy right. Preston is playing a Fender Rhodes electric piano. Okay. Okay. Now go to uh, What I Say by Ray Charles. You can start it from the top. I'm kind of mad that you said you weren't an expert because you're being very expert-like today. Carrie, would you agree? Yeah. He was downplaying his expertise. <laughs> but it's great. It's I great. like it. It's great. It's making me angry, too. <laughs> I don't, why I are wanna, you being so angry? I want to... God damn it. No, no okay. more whiskey for you or whatever that was. I'm done. <laughs> you're, getting, you're an angry drunk. <laughs> if I drink one more, then you have to take West Ham. Oh, she's, she's turning into Carrie Nation. And this is... <laughs> Okay, uh, What I Say Yes From Ray Charles Yep I like this song I love it And I had it I didn't have to buy it Like I had to buy that n- Single That Carrie picked Land Ho? I, yeah, I didn't own that Oh, you could have gotten it from me No, I didn't know that Because you told me You weren't an expert This is a live version Maybe Is that bad? No Six minutes and 22 seconds it's from something called The Gold Collection. Oh, so you don't have the original version? Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let me see if I do. I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> so it's now West well, being just, difficult? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? It's weird, too, to search for because it's W-H-A-T apostrophe D. All right. Okay. I don't have the original version list. But let me go over to the iTunes store. And I'll use some of the Patreon money to purchase this song. I will say this is courtesy of uh, Tony Greathouse, who sent me an iTunes card. (laughs) All right, Tony, I'm putting your money to use. I know that you would enjoy that I'm buying a Ray Charles song. Okay, best of Ray Charles. What I say, parts one and two? Yeah. All right. You want mono? Sure. Do mono? Okay, I'll buy mono. Mono is fine. I'm going to buy the mono. This is the pure genius, the complete Ray Charles. All right. Let's see what happens. It's downloading. I'm not cutting this out. Everyone go get a coffee or go to the bathroom. If you're driving, just drive into the side of the road. All right. It's almost done. There it is. Okay. Let's find out what happens. It's parts one and two in mono. Are you happy? I purchased this. Yeah. Okay, so Ray Charles is playing a Wurlitzer. Okay. Yeah. And again, you know, you can put them side by side. That's they're they're they sound similar, right? Yeah. But there is there is a subtle difference. I think for me, the um the Fender has sort of a lighter tone. It's sort of a little area. It has more air in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Wurlitzer has sort of a heavier tone. It's almost like somebody threw a blanket over the sound waves. <laughs> if you can imagine something like that. Yeah. But that's, that's the difference between the two. All right. And, you know, if, if you're not bored, then we can do the other two. <laughs> we'll do them. They, okay. They, it's right, a then, good example. Okay, I like then, this. Then next, do, uh, do the Queen song. And then, and then I'm going to, I'll quiz you. All right. 
Uh, okay. Oh, you, oh, we're going to play this, and you're going to ask us which one we think yep. it is? Oh, I don't know if I was listening then. Are you ready for this quiz? I'll try my okay. best. You go first. It's a 50-50 chance. Tell me when to fade it down. That's that's enough. That's okay. fine. Okay. So, that's enough for me. I don't yeah. know about Carrie. Go ahead, Carrie. I heard enough. We're I'm ready. That, we're gonna hear that song again later, maybe in this thing. Remember? Mm, so okay. What do you think, Wurlitzer or or Fender Rhodes? Ah, uh, the Fender Rhodes. What do you think, Pat? I think guitar. I think I think Wurlitzer. Just to make it. You're right. Oh, it's the Wurlitzer. Damn. Yes. Okay. Now, last one. Uh, Owe me twenty bucks. <laughs> Okay, last one, uh, Stevie Wonder. You are the sunshine of my life. I don't right. like this game. You're good at it. This is the last one. <laughs> this is your chance. You can get your 20 bucks back or I'm going to win 40. Here we go. Well, that sounds great. Did Stevie know what keyboard he was playing? I'm sure he did. You are the sunshine Stevie Wonder knows everything. Okay, so there again. Uh, what do you think? Fender Rhodes or Wurlitzer? Ladies first. Oh, definitely the Fender. And what do you think, Pat? Uh, absolutely the Fender. You're both right. All right. There you go. I still owe me 20. So That was a push. That's what they call it in gambling, I think. <laughs> do you have any more games, Wes? <laughs> nope. No. We're done. No. <laughs> We're done. That's all we can have time for today. Good job, West. <laughs> all right. I'm going to just get some, uh, I'm gonna get some stats on this uh, crime of the century. This thing, uh, it's sold in, in Canada. It's diamond. Now, I don't know what diamond means in Canada. Here, it's 10 million. 10 I don't mi- think in Canada it's, it's 10 million. Yeah, it's less. It's less. Because that's the thing. Like, like here in the U.S. It went gold in the U.S. So yeah, they're... Yeah, 500,000 is gold in the U.S. Yeah. But 500,000 is platinum in the U.K. Yeah. So... No, I don't know what it is. Let's for get a system of sales. Why can't the world get together on this? Mm-hmm. Well, because we have more people. All right. And we have more money to spend on, on records, on I guess. Junk. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Oh, wait. One last thing. Just oh, one boy. last. Oh, boy. Have, have either of you, are either of you familiar with the book 1001 Records You or Albums You Must Hear Before You Croak? I've, before you die? Is it croak? Um, You're just saying croak to be fun. Yeah. Um, I've heard of that book, but I do not have that book. Okay. Have you heard of it, Carrie? I am not sure. I've heard of the 1001 places you need to see before you die. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's like part of a series because they, okay. they, they also have 1001 movies you must see before ah, you die. Okay. Yes. So this is like, it's a whole series of things. This album, Crime of the Century, mm-hmm. is the only Super Tramp album in that book. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So they deem this their gold standard. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's other bands that have more than one album in there. Yeah. And there's no reason why this should be the only one, particularly when, you know, as successful as it was, it was not their most successful. What's an album on that list that you don't think should be on that list? Oh, in the thousand and one? Yeah. Oh boy. I don't, I, I'm sure there's some crappy albums on there. Uh, yeah, probably. Is that Captain just, Beefheart album on there? Trout Mask Replica? Yeah. I'm sure it is, but actually I... Oh, here we go. I have such a complicated relationship with that <laughs> album. I feel like maybe a track by track of that thing. I've never heard one second of it. Oh, really? I don't. I don't know if you could last more than one second of that album. Maybe. It's. It. I don't. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Uh-huh. I don't dislike it. 
but it that's fascinates not, that's not me. what music should be it fascinates me pad okay i mean i have a copy i have it on vinyl i have it on cd i have the 33 and a third book it's one of the most incredible things that exists in the world <laughs> my god it really is to me right. anyway all right but see if i do an episode on that i do not want to hear it until i want to it's yeah. got to be a first listen but i just i just don't get it Maybe I just and do I, that. Maybe I, I do that it. with Mike Schmidt. I know he's never heard it either. Yeah. See, I play it like once a year, just thinking because it has thinking this reputation. Thinking you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, it has this reputation as being one of the greatest albums in the history of everything. And so every year I'll, I'll play it, and thinking that maybe this will be the moment. This is gonna when be the time. It, this, its secrets uh, reveal themselves to I'm me. And the heavens it. will open up. And nope, it hasn't happened yet. No, it's still just in, an inscrutable musical mystery. Oh my god! But I can't, I can't stay away from it. I believe Aaron Kahn thinks it's fantastic. If that uh, if that says anything. All right, moving on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One year later, 1975, Ken Scott returns to, what was that? What'd you do? (laughs) My my ring hit the post. That's okay. You didn't knock the mic over like Murray does. Ken Scott returns to co-produce with Supertramp. The album is called Crisis. What crisis? Uh, You have a, you have the album. Yeah. Because this was a thing that that I wanted to mention before that we were talking about before is that mm-hmm. they they have great album yeah. starting from this is not crime hypnosis. of the century yeah they they just have like there's just a run of just this is even more album. hypnosis than the last one was I know I I don't I don't know how they managed to avoid maybe because I mean remember you if you saw the documentary mm-hmm. which you did and yes you should see it if you get oh, the chance you got to see so it. good so good but I mean that one guy Storm Thorgerson. A bunch of people just hated his guts. So they just there's a they bunch just, of people who just couldn't get along with that guy at all. So they just went out and copied his, his type of. It could thing. be that maybe just you know they had their own ideas and they said, well, let's let's not talk to those guys. Yeah, we can let's just, go get our own. Guys. Just, yeah, can't we just execute this on our own? So yeah. there it is. That's a pretty great cover. Explain the cover. It's um it's nuclear fallout, right? Well, it, no, I think it's more just like you know industrial pollution okay yeah that's just, what it is just right. ruining everything and then you know in the background and maybe like maybe that's acid rain yeah out. yeah and in the foreground we have a gentleman in his bathing suit just sunbathing with a with a big yellow umbrella and a table and a little cocktail and but the, the other newspaper. thing the other thing the reason why I, I i brought these with me is because because this is a thing that i've i don't think i've ever seen in other albums okay i've only seen it in this run of super tramp albums from right. crisis what crisis through famous last words and i don't right. even know if it's the same thing in the canadian versions of these albums i'm curious but you notice that the inside yeah there's a color that corresponds to the album art on the outside that's pretty cool it's usually it's like yellowy uh sunshiny inside and that goes with the umbrella and this thing usually it's just you know gonna be like you know plain white cardboard or or brown cardboard they didn't you know some people they just didn't care but these guys starting with this album running through famous last words well i'll show them to all to you they the color on the inside corresponds with mm. the album art on the outside which, they're, they're again, giving us something extra yeah i mean they're 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 paying attention mm-hmm. yeah and, and they're giving you value for money yeah, it was thoughtful yeah mm-hmm. now this album there's no they're on a roll but then this album comes and there's no hits on here per se yeah i mean mm-hmm. it it did well but it didn't do as well i mean right. certainly they got a boost 
from the success of Crime of the Century. Right. But I mean, Crime of the Century, you know, it's got, you know, it's got Bloody Well Right, uh, Dreamer. I understand this song School is very good. Uh, we didn't hear that one. Yeah. It, but yeah, uh, that album refused to play it. That album uh, is a staple of rock radio in America. Yeah. Classic yeah. rock radio. But uh, Crisis What Crisis, let's see what the album sales are on this thing. Still does well, yeah. Platinum in Canada, gold here, gold there, gold every, not gold here in the states, but gold in other countries. But it doesn't look like it did anything in the states. But anyway, let's move on to Crisis. But, but they did the album in the states. They did. They recorded it here. <laughs> yeah, that's that. This was when they moved to Los Angeles. Ah, okay. And Ken Scott came out with them to produce the record, and he ended up staying here too. All right. Carrie, Crisis. What Crisis? Crisis? What crisis? You guys all want to crisis? try it? Crisis? What crisis? Well, then, um, that's not bad. West? Crisis? Oh, crap. <laughs> all right. Carrie? Yes. What's your first So, tweet? from my 138 replies on my tweet, <laughs> Okay. only three people had a favorite song from this album. <laughs> Real? Yeah. Yeah, because there's no, like, there's nothing to grab onto. There's not even one, like radio hit like you need that you need at least one song for people to buy the album yeah. and then enjoy the rest of it yeah. you always have to have you got to have one hit single mm-hmm. all right so um but i think one of the things that i do love about super tramps music is they do have a number of really kind of deeply resonating vulnerable songs and my and that's your sweet spot I do right. like that a lot. Right. Anything you, with a bit of melancholy to it. Oh, Elliot Smith. You know, do you, I'm all over it. When you play your album a day, are you crying once a day? When you play these albums, you, is there some song on there once a day that makes you no. get a little teary? <laughs> no, but I do love music that will move me a little yes, bit. Yes, of course. Close to tears, but of not course. usually tears. No. So, so you don't want to be crying that far. Are you an I easy might, cry? No. All right. <laughs> no. But this one, this one's really like raw and vulnerable right. and really kind of sad She's and it's <laughs> it's just the well two of us two of us okay mm-hmm. his voice is just what we gonna find out That's, that's a sad, so sad. That's a sad one. It is a great right? one. That's that's one of the ones that I picked too. Yeah, that's a sad it's, one because it's, it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see what I. Oh, got. West, I'm so glad you picked that one too. Now, what I did here, you didn't I pick did, a song. You did day. something. I did. I did. I picked. I picked the two songs that were released as singles, but just didn't do anything. Just so we can show the audience, this is what the band thought, or the label thought, or the producer thought would be the big hit. And the first one I'm going to play is Ain't Nobody But Me. Now, I did not cue this up. So let's see what happens. I might have to jump ahead. You're going to have to jump ahead. Oh, really? How far? Uh, Here, I jumped ahead. You had your warning, you knew the score. You got it wrong, and that means war. So while I can't 
good song. It's a very good song. Yeah, it's a very good song. You know, again, I didn't pick it because I, again, I figured somebody else would go for the hits. All right. There you Even go. though it wasn't a hit. <laughs> yeah, it was a single. Yeah. It was a single. Yeah. All right. This, this, this band, I don't even remember. Did they, did they ever have any videos? They did. Not, but, not too many. No, but very late. Yeah, it wasn't until... They, They're not a video. They don't look like Duran Duran. No, well, I mean, you know, you had MTV debuting in 1981. Yeah. And so then Famous Last Words was where you had first... It's, ra- it's raining again was the first. Okay. All right. Moving on. West Anthony, what do you got for us from Crisis? Yeah, uh, what Crisis? <laughs> okay, since uh, you already played one of mine, then mm-hmm. uh, the next one... Uh, that I another one that I picked was a soapbox opera. All right, I like can, the title. Which you can start. It's a from great title. The point that I requested it did. All right. Do you think I didn't cue it up? Because I did. Oh, cool. Don't mock me. Yes, yes, miss. Oh, wrap it up. You're wrapping no, it up. you put it down too soon. Really? <laughs> yes. You, you did the wrap up finger. <laughs> now it's too late. Why'd you do the wrap up finger? This <laughs> well, is wrap I up. I say keep going. In the, no, this is keep going. <laughs> I know. All right. This is stretch. This means stretch. I don't know okay. what this means in Canada. This is a wrap up finger. Okay. I got a finger for you. Let's um, go. <laughs> wait, wait. I need to ask. What was your time? Was this his time code 210? Like right around there? Hmm. No, I said to start about uh, 35 seconds in. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because, Carrie. Yes? <laughs> your next song is what? That's a box opera. <laughs> and you wanted to start at? 210. All right. And that started at 210, I think. That just started at 210 is what you took, right? I believe so. Okay. I, I did not, since you both picked it, and 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 uh, I, for some reason, Carrie got the um, the starting time. But since you picked it, but I didn't use West's start time. I'm going to start it at 35 and play it again just <laughs> and, for West. But then can you play my cue point again and play it till the end? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. No, it's fine. No, I will. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to. It's so good. I mean, I'd listen to I'm it. glad that you both picked this. Sounds a lot like Supertramp to me. Carrie's cue point. No, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. 
keep it going? Well, Should I wrap it up? Right there? All yes. Right. All right. And my note said play to the peak. I, I didn't. I, I didn't. See I don't have any notes in front of me. Um, you two picked the exact same song, two songs from that album. Great Minds Think Alike. Yes. Wow. And that's not you. No. I went with Lady. Because <laughs> you're drinking. Lady. Lady. This could be a title fight. Sticks Lady against Super Tramp Lady. Well, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yes, true. same title. You haven't done one of those in a while. Different, I haven't. I'm going to have to get Seagull over here. Those are always fun. Yeah. As I say it like that, those are always fun. <laughs> Here's Lady and the other single from Crisis. What? Crisis. Do I need to jump ahead like about a minute and a half? Yeah, probably maybe, maybe a minute or something. that Wurlitzer again yes all right that concludes crisis what crisis we are now moving on to 1977 the album is called even in the quietest moments now the last album a guy was in a swimsuit uh, hoping there was some sun uh this album's got some snow on it west is holding yep. it up may i see inside that sleeve sir yeah. Okay. So now again, you see the uh, the cover. It's, you know, there's there's blue and there's white. It's such a simple cover, though. But it's yeah. you know what it reminds me of. Um, it reminds me of the Wings' greatest hits when they have just that statue in the snow. I'm glad you mentioned that with the words that came out of the mouth on your face. All right. Because that was a thing that I wanted to talk. About. Really? Yes. You were going to talk about that. Oh my God, he, he's got the Wings Great. I did not know this, that he had this. He's got Wings Greatest. Because the thing is, uh, now, I mean, you know, it's a podcast, so you're going to have to, you know, look yeah, it look up. Yeah, look it up. On, but Wings my... Greatest is a hypnosis album cover. It is. Yeah, this they... is not, even yeah. in the yeah. quietest moments. This is the thing, because, you know, they, they went to, um, and they, they produced this one themselves. Yes. They, Ken, Ken Scott moved on to, to Greener Pastures. And so they started recording in Colorado. Uh, the Caribou Ranch. Yeah. That's then, where uh, Chicago recorded a lot of their 70s stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Elton John, I think, recorded there. Yeah. 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 But then they had to finish up in Los Angeles because one thing that they hadn't counted on was that, you know, way up there in Colorado, uh, there's no air. And so it didn't, it wasn't conducive to singing. Yeah. So they had to go back to Los Angeles mm -hmm. where we have, you know, plentiful supplies of air yeah. for people to inhale so they can sing. But this picture was now that's, taken... 
Oh, keep going. I'm yeah, sorry. This, and this is not like an artwork thing for the most part. It, this is a picture. This was a photograph that was taken. They, t- they took a piano out there and they yeah, put snow on it. But it well, okay, it was a hollowed out piano for okay. one thing because that's you know considerably easier. And they took it out onto you know this this bluff uh, out in the uh, a ski resort in Colorado. Okay, and then. They just left it there overnight oh, to nice. let it get snowed on naturally. And then they yeah, and then they came out the next day, and there's the snow, and then they took the picture. Right? Is, maybe. What if that's cocaine? Jeez, uh, I hope not. <laughs> it's the only the only thing that's that has been sort of uh, you, know, you can't say photoshopped, but you know, that's that's changed. You know, the the sheet music on there that that's it says "Fools Overture," Fool's which Overture. is one of the songs on the album. Right. But actually, the the music is the Star Spangled Banner. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He, now repeat everyone he's not an expert do but, you know where the name Supertramp comes from uh came from uh, a, a book that was written called the autobiography of a Supertramp. okay so right. thank you but okay so yeah so this they just you know they took out a, a hollowed out piano they brought it out outside they let it get snowed on and then they took the picture now this on the other hand the, the and cover, it's a still photo you you only really have to take one right I mean, it's not going to change. Yeah. You don't want a different angle. You want it straight on just like that. Yeah. And it looks really nice. All right. Tell us about you know, Wings Greatest. But, the, but this, the, the Wings Greatest, which, you know, is also in the snow, but it's got this little statue yeah. on the cover. And Paul McCartney, you know, he hired Hypnosis. They, they had worked with him on Band on the Run. And, Venus uh, and Mars. Venus and Mars. Uh, but, and Wings at the Speed of Sound, too, I believe. Okay. But, um, and he had bought this little statue. It's only like, like a foot, a foot and a half high or something like that. It's like a foot high. And he said, oh, I, I, I want the picture for my greatest hits album. I want this, but I want it to be taken up on a, on a snowy mountain <laughs> peak. And so Hypnosis went to Switzerland. Yeah. They went to Switzerland. They planted it up on a mountain. And then whoever planted it up on the mountain, apparently he couldn't be bothered with just walking 10, 20 feet away and snapping the picture from there. This picture was taken from a helicopter. <laughs> it's like so simple. Why? You- yeah and who again knows, who knows how much money this costs? you could have gone to mammoth and gotten that same photo you could have done it in a studio yeah with cocaine it was the 70s it's because, not like they didn't have it in plentiful supply i mean because that album cover actually looks fake compared to the other album cover yeah but nope it's so funny it's so weird though that there's see the shot you can see the shadow on the snow yeah of, well because because it was outside yeah yeah <laughs> like if it was photoshopped there would be no shadow right well, and let's... nowadays they might even take that out. Maybe, yeah. But, but there's shadow on the uh, on the piano too. Pretty cool. But this is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous <laughs> and a ridiculous uh, waste of money. But that was the, you know when you're a Beatle, you know you yeah. don't think about it. You just spend that money. Well, who cares? He's got it. <laughs> now these albums, these Super Tramp albums too. They're they don't have a lot of songs on them. It's not like there's twelve or but they're they're well, pretty. That's, that's the prog rock. Se- it, yeah, seven to nine or whatever. So. All this right. one has one of their longest songs. Uh, oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And the music is on that front of that piano. Mm-hmm. Not really, though, just the title. <laughs> All right, Carrie, what's your first tune? So this might be my favorite Super Tramp album. I think it is, actually. Okay. I love it. And, of course, I had to pick Fool's Overture. So did West. So did West. So okay, wait, song, which part did you pick? Yeah, I know. Here we go. Where? First of all, so uh, this song is categorized as symphonic prog. Mm. Um, and I love the string elements. Um, you know that, Pat. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and it's a 10, no, 10, 10 minute and 52, <laughs> 10 minute, 52 <laughs> second journey with strings and trumpets and church bells and an inspirational speech and some sexy sax and howling wind Ooh. and 
it's got everything and I love it. Um, and I queued it up at 6.46. Okay. And I believe that is the cue point for this part of the song. And then we will get uh, West's cue point in a minute. I just want to make sure that it's queued up at your cue point because ladies first. 6.46. Here we come. Everybody. Fool's Overture. point takes us the whole way up to nine minutes yes crazy stuff which is uh musically it's a reprise of uh of a motif that they introduced earlier in the beginning of the song but then but then it was just instrumental and then we bring it back in at nine minutes when it starts up again now it's got lyrics all right let's hear it Very nice, you two. Picking the same song again, copycats. <laughs> Come on, pick something different. What's wrong with you guys? Think out of the box. <laughs> who knew we were so similar in our I musical? I know, who knew? Like All right, mm-hmm. I only picked one song from this. Are this you m- kidding me? And this might be my favorite Supertramp song. Oh, it's the hit. It's the hit. I really it's do like this song. the other one that I picked. All right. I love the acoustic guitar intro. I like that vamping that makes it sound almost live. Put that lighter away. There's so much that we need to share. So send a smile and show you care. I'll give a little bit. I'll give a little bit. All right. Now, earlier in this show, I had mentioned the band Goo Goo Dolls, and I forgot until right this second that they covered this song. Really? 
on their album Let Love In from 2006. Vocally, of course, different. Carrie's making a face. I give a little bit. I give a little bit of my love to you. Think of it this way. Maybe in 2006, a Goo Goo Dolls fan heard this and then seeked out the original and then now is the biggest Super Tramp fan and can't wait to go see The Fix open for them in 2024. I can only hope. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean... It, it's it's too muscular a sound for that song. It is a, it is a muscular it's, vocal. It's, yeah. Well, but the, the sound overall, I mean, with the the band rocking out behind it, yeah. I just think it's it's a little too hard for that song. That song mm-hmm. it requires a more delicate, restrained yeah. approach. Just give a little Emotive. Like they're giving a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Goo Goo Dolls are giving yeah. a lot. Yeah. Okay, give yeah. a lot. <laughs> now, you just now, need a little bit. Let me let me ask let me ask all of you this because there's only two of us. I don't know if there's gonna. Oh, be are you a, talking about the audience, the listening audience? I don't I don't know if this is. Then there's three of us. I'm curious. I don't know if there's this is gonna you know be like a, a big thing like with the like with the diehard uh, issue. Right. But do you think? Because mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> do you think "Give a Little Bit" is a Christmas song? Um, I play it at Christmas time every year. All right. I never thought of it as a Christmas song. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not saying necessarily that it was written mm-hmm. that way, but you could add it to a Christmas playlist and it would fit right in. It would fit right in. Yeah. That people, is the no, spirit of the season. No one would stop the party and go, hold on. Wait a minute. Stop the music. <laughs> that is not a Christmas song, sir. <laughs> I could see it. Just a record scratch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give a little bit at Christmas. You're giving, you should be giving. Should yeah. be giving. Let's make every day Christmas. That's the thing. Are the rest of the lyrics more like Christmassy too? Like, I feel that spend a little bit time with you, whatever. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just it's about giving and and generosity Mm -hmm. and and all those Mm -hmm. things that are the Christmas spirit. I think so. Is the Spinal Tap song "Give Me Some Money" is that also a Christmas song? No, he's talking about "Give Me." (laughs) No, all right, all right. So we've completed this. Have we completed this album? No. Hold on a second. I got to look at my... Well, I mean, uh, we actually have one more. <clears throat> we do? Yeah. Oh, I can't even pronounce this. I know. I'll, I'll do it for is you. This, is this... Um, this isn't uh, that elephant in those books. Babar? Is that what this is? No. What is this? Do you know how to say it? Babaji. Babaji. What's that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the... I knew you were going to ask me well, that. Of course. Why wouldn't I? What's Babaji? I had to look it up. Is that a pet, um, is that a pet name? Oh, my little Babaji. <laughs> No. You're my little Babaji. It does kind of sound like that. <laughs> Babushka. Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's a uh, relation to Babar. My little, here comes my little Babaji. <laughs> it sounds like a, a distant cousin of Babar the Elephant. Maybe. <laughs> That's right? what I just said. Okay. Didn't you hear me say Babar the Elephant? No. Yeah. Did you really know? Oh, I really didn't. My God, I just said it <laughs> a second totally ago. You totally did. Were you again? <laughs> All right. What'd you put this in the is, water? This is Babaji. Um, yeah, and so Hodgson wrote Babaji in honor of Ma. Havatar Babaji, who he regarded as a Christ or Krishna-like figure, uh, or even a manifestation of a spirit or force of God. So it's um, very George Harrison-like. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Exactly, that's who Babaji is. Let's hear it.
Very nice. These are all, the, the, these albums to me are getting better as we go on. And we're getting toward mm-hmm. the best. They're coming into their own. Mm-hmm. But also now, and again, that that song really, you know, again, referring to uh, Roger Hodgson being a little, you know, kind of hippie-ish. And yeah, that's yeah, that that's that. And and this is really the the point where they're sort of you know going off. In their, their separate ways and now increasingly the the song whatever whoever's singing the song is the person who pretty much wrote that yeah song. brought it to the table they're not really they're not really on the same page anymore mm-mm, mm-mm. and so you know there's the, i like i i'm pretty sure it was this one on this album that uh rick originally broached the idea of brother where you bound okay which they you know the rest of the band said eh, maybe not right now <laughs> and they so, waited they waited yeah and and you know it like like a like a souffle. It it rose in the oven <laughs> when he originally the, the originally it was like a ten minute version that he had in mind, and then on the actual album itself, it's like sixteen minutes long. Yeah, it's crazy. So, this is a question about uh, us physically in the room. Carrie, are you getting cold? No, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I forget you're from Canada. Are you chilly? No, not at all. All right, I'm good too. So, Breakfast in America. Two years later, 1979, they go from selling. Uh, Gold become, uh, they go from, I can't even talk. They go from being a gold album selling band in the U.S. to selling 4 million in the U.S. alone with Breakfast in America, co-produced by Peter Henderson. I don't know much about him, but there's, yes, Wes, the album is orange inside, right? Just like the orange juice. That also looks like it could be a hypnosis cover. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I believe this is the one that won a Grammy. For the album cover. You're probably right. And I never I never noticed, maybe until right now, that that's out a plane window. Yeah. I never noticed that before. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you notice the background of the skyline is all breakfast stuff? No. <laughs> I didn't. I Wes, tell I them did. everything that's on there. It's cool. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's meant to be... Cover your ears, Carrie. It's, it's I think evocative of the... I think there's a penis on there. Of the New York skyline. I never saw that. If you, if you show it to her, she'll point to it. I don't know what you're talking about. The salt pepper shaker? Do you think that looks like? I'm not like, I mean. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Oh, See, I just immediately, saw it. Yeah. I you never noticed that penis before? Oh, I legit thought you were kidding. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I wouldn't just say that well, unless that it was is. true. Wow. And then I can't, I don't, I think I read somewhere where the back cover picture was taken of the band in a coffee shop, but I, I, I can't remember stu- where. That could be a studio. I don't think it is though. I really don't. All right. But uh, well, they went to Colorado for the piano, so why wouldn't they just go to a real diner? Yeah, exactly. Now the the woman on the cover, mm-hmm. she's still alive, right? No, oh no, uh, she was an actress named Kate Murtaugh. Okay, so uh, she you know she was not like a big star or anything like that, no. but she appeared in a couple of uh, uh, horror movies in the seventies that you might be familiar with. Just a couple of small roles. Wait a minute. Okay, is she in Motel Hell? I don't think so. Okay, no, not keep that. going. Was that in the seventies or was it eighty or eighty-one? Was eighties. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> no, but um, because you're familiar with the uh, wait. It was not because it was the Night Stalker that was the first one with Kolchak. Yeah, uh, the first one's Night Stalker. The second, second one's Night like Strangler. Strangler. I just watched it okay. last year. She was in that one. Okay. She has a small role in that one. She's one of the reporters. Oh, nice. Okay, and then she was also in uh, another movie uh, from the seventies called The Car. She had a small role in that one. Car is that about a devil car? Yeah, it just runs people down. Yep, that's the one. I like that movie. That's yeah. my second favorite movie from 1977. No lie, it's really it's it's silly. Yeah, but it's also 
it's also got a very strange vibe to it because it because like it's a small town in New Mexico and mm-hmm. James Brolin is like a deputy and and then this car just comes out of nowhere and starts running people over right but the thing is, is that before that and also in the middle of that it's like he he's a widower and he's dating a school teacher and and he's worried about his daughters finding out about it and are they going to be mad because he's dating somebody after his wife has died and their mother uh there's his his is boss the dead, is the mother driving that car no okay his 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 boss one of the sheriff guys he's uh played by john marley the guy who was you know woke up with a horse's head in his bed in the godfather okay and it was like and he's he's uh pining after a a woman that you know he's loved since high school who is in an abusive relationship with this other guy played by rg armstrong so it's it's like this weird little sort of melodrama and then suddenly a car comes in the middle of it and starts running people over it's very weird sounds great didn't stephen king do christine wasn't that same similar premise or am i getting it uh, well i mean there was definitely a car that, that yeah. ran over people but but a boy befriended that car yes and, and it ran over people on they his were behalf. besties yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if someone bullied him right. look out christine's gonna cut you down yeah that car was running over for good <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> that's a good movie though john carpenter rules yeah Mm. All right, so here we go. 1979, released March 29, 1979. Co-produced, as I said before, by Peter Henderson. This is Breakfast in America. What do you have for us, Carrie Scott? So you actually um, did an episode on Rock Solid called The Perfect Album Side. And from that um, episode, uh, Christy picked uh, one of the sides from this album. Um, All right. Which I thought was pretty cool. Was it just me and Christy or was there someone else on that I, show? I do not recall. Really? But I think it was just you and Christy. All right. Yeah. Perfect And then I side. picked the song uh, Take the Long Way Home for the home episode that you and I did together. Okay. Um, so I love that song. So I didn't want to choose that song again. Um, and so for the first song that I was going to choose, there's really only one logical choice here. Oh, boy. <laughs> here we go. Perfect album side. I got to do that again. Look at Carrie. She was giving me the high sign. I didn't know what was going on. Can you can you fast can you fast forward a bit back to to, to the, the the last chorus? I didn't I didn't pick this. The song. last chorus of the of, of the song. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Back it up. Back it up. Like thirty seconds. More. You want to hit the you want to hear the notes. All right, that was the Wurlitzer. That's my guess. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all they were using. But that's that's only like one of, I think, two 
songs in the rock era that used the the Acme Siren. Oh, really? What's the other song? Um, uh, no, suddenly I'm blanking out on the name. It's Bob Dylan, Highway 61. And and what is that? That's an instrument? What is it's that? It's not an instrument. It's this. Okay. He just brought a whistle with him. What do you, why do you have that? Dude, I'm at least 27% cartoon. Did you really think I wouldn't have one of these? <laughs> so that is what we heard. Yeah. How much does one of those cost? I can't remember how much it was. <laughs> But uh, that would that would uh, that would drive my wife insane. If I that. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> yeah, okay. but not. Don't do it so into the mic. Afraid. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. All right. What's that thing Snoopy plays? Snoopy. What? Yeah, that thing. What's that called? Oh, it? that's a Jews harp. Yeah, you got one of those. Hey, we, that's, no, that's racist. No, that, that's why I don't have one. <laughs> And just a side note from my poll. Yes. This hi. was the most popular song. This was logical people's song. People's favorite is pretty great. song was logical pretty great. song. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, this is that's why it's so weird that as I was telling uh, Carrie earlier today that that song didn't get to number one here. That's crazy. And they made the top 10, but you know, they, they, they never had a number one hit in this country as far as I know. I mean, the album. The tour's hit. off. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they at least had one. The tour's the, off. The album hit number one. Wonder what's more important to a band, the album as a whole hitting number one or having a number one single? I'm betting it's the album. The single's probably more important to the record company. Yeah. But the band, I mean, that's the whole reason they make an album is that it's a single, unified, cohesive, artistic statement. Right. You know, and that's that's the thing that they want everybody to listen to. Otherwise, they would just put out singles. Breakfast in America. All right. I'm going to pick one. It's a hit and no one else picked it. This is Goodbye Stranger. So many good songs on this album. Yep. Second most favorite. This one was? Let me guess what their favorite album was. Breakfast in America. 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 I was up before the dawn. And this is Rick singing this. Yep. And I really have enjoyed my stay. But I must be moving on. Like a king without a castle. Like a queen without a throne I'm an early morning lover And I must be moving on Now I believe in what you say We're not even getting to the chorus Let me jump ahead But I liked how this started So I didn't want to cue it somewhere else I never look behind me My troubles will be few Here we go This is the Casio, as previously stated. Out the window. Again? Can I survive it twice? I've already jumped out, ran up the stairs. Roger on the chorus. All right. And that was another thing that was that they had uh, with, when it comes to their their vocals. When you know Roger would sing up high, and then. Rick would, you know, go into the falsetto. Mm-hmm. That's the two of them together. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird how, how similar their voices are when, he, when Rick is singing falsetto with Roger. Yeah, but separately they sound really different. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Because generally, you know, Rick isn't singing falsetto all the time. Right. And his voice is, is deeper. Like mine. <laughs> Not like mine. <laughs> all right. Breakfast in America is your first tune. Yeah, the title track. The title track. It's just a great song. Let's hear it. 
in an album full of great songs. Makes me hungry for breakfast in Woodland Hills. always forget that this song is called Breakfast in America. Production is on point on all these records. Yeah, it's even great. the first two had great sound. They were great sounding records. Well, and this one in particular won the the Grammy for best uh, non classical engineered album. Wow! So now they say breakfast in the song, but they don't say breakfast in America, right? I don't think they do. They just say breakfast. no. They don't say that exact phrase. No, but that's okay. You don't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of songs don't, don't say the to. phrase. I know. Yeah, I mean, positively Fourth Street doesn't say positively Fourth Street in it. No. no, but that's why I never remember the name of the song. Yeah, I know. I, that's <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Kelly no. makes a good point. Why are you dis, uh, discounting her just point? Trying I'm to add discuss- a little bit of value <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> what are She's you trying? To, yeah, there's no value. Wait, there's no value in it until right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's trying to add value now. <laughs> What's next for you? Miss um, Value. Another moving one. Lord, Are you going to cry again? This Lord. is like the third time you've cried this episode. Is it mine? Lord, is it mine? Lord, is oh, it mine? It's so good. Crisis? No crisis? I would have thought Wes might pick this one. Uh, no, I mean, it's a great song, but I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. come to mine later. All right. We, we, in fact, we will come to my favorite uh, Super When everything's song. dark. Your favorite Super Tramp song's coming yeah. up? <gasps> you wanted to know which oh. one is my favorite? It's coming up next. All right. Well, I didn't want to know. She did. No. Oh. Well, then you can leave. <laughs> All right. If only I could find a way to feel your sweetness through the day. The love that shines around me could be mine. So give us an answer, won't you? We know what we have to Very nice, Carrie. Thank you for bringing value with that song. <laughs> Wes, we are talking about CDs and albums and stuff like that. What is your most prized possession? Like, you, uh, God forbid you have to vacate your apartment quickly. You can only grab one music thing that you own. It could be memorabilia. It could be a box. It could be just one thing you got to grab it. What would it be? Do you know? If I had to grab one thing, it would be my laptop because it's got all my files on it. All right. No, you're not playing the game very well. <laughs> so you're saying one, one, one physical, like physical media. Yes. Yes. Music. Yes. Really. Yes. Not one of your Criterion c- Collection Blu-rays. How many do you have now? I don't know. Yeah. Last time I was there, you had a ton. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot. All right. Gosh. I mean, that's, you know. You, you you got me on that one. I, I have no idea where I would begin. I mean, okay. It's like if I, I mean, if I could probably, I'd grab all the, the mono 
vinyl Beatles albums. All right. So that box, you have that box set. Yes, right, I so do. So that's what you do. Okay. So is that your, and what's, okay. Then in your whole collection, what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thief and I'm going to break into your apartment. What's the, what is the most valuable thing in there music wise? Well, that's, that's it. That's the mono box set is still the most valuable thing. Because it's, it's been out of print for a long time. Yeah. I think you can, there's maybe a few places here and there where you can buy the, the remastered vinyl uh, mono albums, but the box set itself, I mean, it's, that's the thing. I think I mentioned it to you in, in the past, like mm-hmm. that the box set, which I this paid. This is for the audience, not for our personal conversation. I paid 400 bucks for that thing. Wow. Okay. And, when it um, came out, it was that much? Yeah. That's crazy pre- time. Well, but it's, it's again, it's a whole bunch of albums. Yeah, you I know? know. I mean, and the thing is, it's not even all the albums because it's just the ones that were in mono. Right. They, they, they put out. It's not Abbey Road. No. It wasn't in mono. That's the thing. They From from Please Please Me through the White Album, they had stereo and mono. But then from that point forward, so yeah, the, the last couple, Abbey Road, Let It Be, those, those are only available in stereo. So they weren't part of that box set. Right. So there's all the, but all the albums before that. And then there's like a three LP uh, mono masters, which is, you know, equivalent to a mono version of past masters. So there's a bunch of stuff on there, but 400 is a bargain compared to 2,500. Yeah. That's what it's gone for. All right. You better lock that up. I'm I'm coming (laughs) over tonight. Carrie, do you have a most prized possession of your music? Like, I don't, not really. Like I'm not a Mm. collector. I'm a music player player so i just really buy the albums to play them and i'm happy if they're used um if it's a band (coughs) that doesn't have used and only i can only get new i will buy that the probably most interesting one to me Mm -hmm. probably nobody else cares that i found is um (coughs) an album by a band called graduate and there's only like four songs on it and that was actually tears for fears before oh okay tears for fears and you if you see the them on the cover that they're (coughs) so young and the music is a a quite a little bit different it's almost a bit ska like i All think right. even um so that's kind of the a really fun one that i just came across when i was crate digging and i'm like who is this band i'm like oh my god that's like the tears for fears guys when they were young so all right so one more question for you carrie the last time you went uh to a record store you're leafing through stuff and you found something you had been looking for what was that thing Oh, I was record shopping with you. Yes, yes. <laughs> I didn't mean okay, that. that's right. Uh, I found uh, one of the pulp albums, uh, his and hers, that I was looking for. So I was excited to find that uh, on CD because I will mostly buy um, like CDs from the '90s because that's the time when those came out, and vinyl from the '80s and earlier. So um, yeah, I was excited to find that. I'm a, Is I, pulp your favorite Britpop band, or not my favorite? But I do really like them. Yeah, they yeah. are good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pat? Did you have a fun uh, I find? I had one today, actually. I went to uh, Freak Beat Records, and I've been looking for this for a long time. It's a CD. I believe it's a Japanese import of Ricky Lee Jones' Girl at Her Volcano. And I, I, I always look for this, and I never see it. And when I look on eBay, it always seems to be a lot of money. So for $3.99, I was totally psyched oh, so to fun. get this. Yeah, it mm-hmm. has a cover she does of Under the Boardwalk and just... Yeah, I was just, this was the one. So this was Yay. today. All right, let me put this back over in my stack of things I bought today. And then I come back over to the microphone. All right, I'm on a chair with wheels. Uh, I'm not in a wheelchair. I'm on a chair with wheels. It's totally different. That's true. You're the only one who has wheels on your chair. Yeah. We don't. We don't. I'm in charge. We can't escape. I have to wheel around. 
you have the most uncomfortable of the chairs because uh, she's a lady, so she gets the padded chair. I feel fine. You feel fine? Okay, great. I'm all right. Uh, I played Goodbye Stranger, right? Yes. Now I'm going to play... Is it my turn? I lost track. Did no, you it's, just it's play one? it's Carrie's turn. It's Carrie's turn. It's no, different. I played both of my songs you from did? this album. Wait, you did? You played Logical Song and Lord. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. My, okay, it's my turn, guys. So it's your, okay. I was right. Not editing this out. I'm going in the wrong direction. Take the long way home. <clears throat> I think people Obviously, know this I one. Obviously, I took it. I think people know this one. I'm going to have to jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. could have queued my songs up who wants to do that prepare did you do any work for this episode <laughs> i convinced you to pick west up <laughs> you just woke up a half an hour ago <laughs> it's my day off i found that ricky lee jones cd That's a great song. That is a great song. Yeah. So does PLR think you're part of the furniture? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, is it kind of a little bit upbeat, but kind of really sad lyrics? Well, right. it's it's a melancholy song. It mm-hmm. really is. You know, it's just it's somebody who clearly is just sort of, you know, taking stock of their life and like, oh, it didn't add up. Feeling so they don't matter? Maybe. maybe yeah. And mm-hmm. so maybe, maybe try a different path. You know, maybe try something because that's that's part of the thing. And that's why you keep moving forward. Right. So if you don't, you know, if you don't like where you're at now, just keep moving. And keep moving. You'll find something. Yeah. You know, words to live by by West. This is a guy who told me to jump out the window twice. Well, that's, yes, that's, words that's, to live by. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> All right. Grammy Award Album of the Year nominees for 1979. Here we go. You ready? Breakfast in America. Right. Didn't win. Donna Summer, Bad Girls. I know. I mean, is that is that really good album? I don't know. I bought that single. Uh-huh. That's one of the first uh, 45s that I bought because uh, I, I love that song. But 79, you Donna said, Summer. right? Yeah, 79. Awesome. That, Grammy. I thought there was a lot of other... Well, get yeah. ready. There's more than... Well, it's not just the two. What? All right. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> Doobie Brothers, Minute by Minute. That's a good album. I don't really like that album that much. Oh. I don't know why. I mean, I like this songs i know but yeah i don't know maybe i'll re i'll re-listen well I'll but re-listen. it was it was very popular it was so okay billy joel 52nd street oh you don't want me to say don't say anything okay i won't say anything <laughs> but you know what here's the outlier that, that, for me that album it just in that that album introduced me to to zanzibar uh yeah and which stiletto is, i mean I did, the album is good it's but not just, as good as the stranger no and it's not as good for me as the next album, right. Glass Houses. Yeah, exactly. But it's got, 
But there's some real bangers in there. But there's just, like I think there's nine songs on that album, and I think six are really good, and the other three I like yeah. also. But but yeah. but the thing is, it's it's not the song Zanzibar. It's just the word. I I love <laughs> yeah, that okay. word because it's just redolent of of uh, of mystery and 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 adventure and mm-hmm. exoticism. Yeah, and just everything is cooler in proximity to that word. You know. And before like, this, hey, those donuts are really good. Where'd you get them, Zanzibar? The, oh my See? goodness, donuts These are must so much be better. Fantastic. And before that, you didn't know any Z words. There were no Z words <laughs> in your vocabulary. I assume zero Z- <laughs> Z- zebra zero. All right, here's the real outlier in this Grammy Award uh, nominees of okay. 79. Do you I, know what it is? I have no I know which one won, oh but I, I don't know what the fifth one. Wait, okay. No, it can't be Get the Knack. I know it came out in 79. I mean, this is this is a really eclectic five. I mean, we got we got a female of color. We got uh, a band from across the pond. A bunch of limeys, right? We, we have the Doobie Brothers, yes. uh, which, well, how do you classify them? Well, they're interracial because there's the, the bass player. Yeah, there's right. There's right. There's, yeah. Um, what's his name? Tyrone Porter, I think was his name. I can't remember. Might be wrong. Um, you got Billy Joel. He's a male solo artist, white. And then we have this, uh, I mean, I assume this guy was older than these other artists. Maybe he wasn't. Uh, the Gambler by Kenny Rogers was the other album oh, of the year nominee. Okay. Well, you know, really? age age doesn't have anything to do with... Uh, Making you know. good music? Of course not. <laughs> I mean, The Gambler? Well, that... Like, I mean, the song was a big hit. There again, that's... I, I mean, I'm yeah, I think, the this, single. I think the song... I'm going to read the track listing from the Gambler yeah, I mean, album. Again, and you tell me if it's you... Like, you you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. It's like that. those words have rung down through yeah, the yeah. ages. We but all I mean, know them. People who have never heard the song and don't know who Kenny Rogers is know those words. Right. There's 11 <laughs> songs on this album. Okay. The Gambler. I'm going to read them to you. And let really, how many of these do you know? Okay. Title track, The Gambler. We all know it. Right. Um, track two is, I wish that I could hurt that way again. Not no, familiar. Never heard of it. <laughs> the King of Oak Street. Nope. Nope. Making music for money. Ringeth no bells. <laughs> the Who Doing of Miss Fanny DeBerry. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> the Who Do The Who Doing Miss Fanny DeBerry. Is she a lady of the evening? Maybe. She should be on the Bad Girls album. With, I do not want to hear that song. I don't know that song. I kind of <laughs> want to, but I'm not going to I'm not doing it. Okay. Side two kicks off with another hit, She Believes in Me. Okay, yeah, I know okay, that one. We know that. Two big hits. Okay, then Tennessee Bottle. Nope. Sleep Tight, Good Night Man. Uh-uh. Nope. Or I guess it's Sleep Tight, Good Night Man. Um, the next one is A Little More Like Me, and then in parentheses, The Crucifixion. Nope. I don't want to be a little more like that. Uh, <laughs> This is not, this must be another lady of the evening. San Francisco Mabel Joy. That's her name. Same. Do you ever sleep with Mabel Joy? The one from San Francisco? I sure have. And the last song is called Morgana Jones. What? What are these no, songs? Why I've, is this even? I've only heard of two of those songs. Did you make that up? I didn't. I couldn't. That's awful. Wow. That was in the running? Maybe they should have put it in Get the Knack. I mean... <laughs> Did this, I mean, did this sell a lot? Let me see. Let me it see must what. have. Because again, that's the thing is, you know, with, with I the mean, Grammys, crazy. I think they generally, you know, favor massive selling yeah, albums. Okay, let me see. The Gambler was five times platinum. There you go. In How? the States. 
in the states. Okay, yeah, yeah so that's, that's R-I- five million. R-I-A-A. Right. From that, the one song, do you think? The, right, because that song was massive. Yep, the Gambler was a huge hit. I mean, she believes in me was uh, a pretty not big as hit. massive, but it was it was also a size. Well, let me hit. let me look it up. Let me find out where these uh, these dropped. This is crazy to me. The, the I would Gambler have that Lucille was on that album because that came around at the same time, didn't it? I mean, that's just, a good song. Just a reminder, listeners, this is a super tramp episode. This is super. <laughs> If you well, they haven't joined us midway. If you're just tuning in, all right. The Gambler, the single number one on the country chart. Sure. Uh, only number sixteen on the Hot 100. Fair enough. But it was a. It looks like it was a platinum single. Okay. She believes in me. Was uh, went number five on the mm-hmm. Hot 100 and number one in the country. Okay. Uh, where's Lucille? Is uh, that's uh, a couple years earlier, 1977. Oh. That went to number five. Okay. All right, I, I don't. Okay. They they made uh, like two gambler movies. Remember that? I mean, they were TV movies. Who portrayed but. Morgana Jones in those movies? <laughs> I, you know what though? It's funny you, you say that. I, it would not surprise me in the least if there were characters in the gambler movie that were named after some of these characters. Oh, you're probably song. right. I bet you they did that. At least one. All right, let's look. I just want to look up, and I want to see what Donna Summer. I want to see what Bad Girl sold. How did that sell? That was uh, two million. That was at the tail end of the the disco, disco era. Two million. Okay, I want to see if we know any of the songs on here other than that one. All right, all right, we do. Uh, opening track, hot stuff. Sure. Looking for some hot. Huh? That's a great song. That's a great uh, song. Number two, bad girls. Right. Bad girls. How do you like my version of it? Uh, number three, love will always find you. I don't know that. Number four, walk away. Don't know it. Number five, dim all the lights. No, I don't think so. I, I only know like I'm pretty sure I yeah. only know like four Donna Summer songs, and two of them we already named. Yeah. Uh, number six is Journey to the Center of Your Heart. Number seven is uh, One Night in a Lifetime. Better song titles than The Gambler, I got to tell you. And number eight, Can't Get to Sleep at All. Wait, Can't Get to Sleep at Night. Can't get. I can't read. <laughs> I just can't read. I blame the whiskey. Can't get to sleep at night. Okay. Again, for a Grammy-nominated album of the year, I don't know these songs. Yeah, well, that's the thing, unfortunately. It's like, uh, as time goes by, then a lot of this stuff that people thought was, you know, really a big deal, it just sort of recedes into, yeah. into the mists of our memory. Like, we know, then- we know five songs off of Breakfast in America. I know every song. (laughs) You know every song, but I'm saying... It's one of my all-time favorite albums, but I'm I'm going to know it. I'm saying like (laughs) the the general public will be like, oh, I know those five. All right, here we go. We're going to go minute by minute. Doobie Brothers. Let's see what we know on this one. Here to Love You. I know the title track. Here to Love You. Don't know that one. No. Can't think of it. What a Fool Believes. A huge mammoth hit. Gigantic. Minute by minute. Yep. Yep. Dependent on you. I don't remember that one. Yeah, you know it. Trust me, you know it. Are you sure you're not thinking of the, the Tom Petty one? <laughs> nah. Okay. Well, now you got me thinking. <laughs> now I got to play it. This is one of those, uh, these things that happens on the show that people love to hate <laughs> or hate to love. Minute by, I think you know this. I think you know, depending on you. Here, I'm going to play it for you. Just for you. Long distance dedication. I didn't come here to listen to the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Anything, Carrie? You guys don't know this song? I don't know. I don't think I know this one. It was number one for 12 weeks straight. 
What? I'm, I'm lying. Nope, nothing. No. All right. See, I don't, I don't think I know any songs from that era of the Doobie Brothers that weren't sung by Michael McDonald. All right. I think he might come in. I think, well, hey, we got to go back to it now. I think he might come in for the chorus. Let's find out. Let me see. I was wrong. No Michael McDonald. All right. I'm, I'm not playing this game anymore. We're done. Because we don't know these so- other songs. Uh, don't Stop to Watch the Wheels, Open Your Eyes, Sweet Feeling, Steamer Lane Breakdown, You Never Change, and How Do the Fools Survive? Okay, we don't know any of these songs. You survived by believing, I think. Yeah. You said you knew all the songs on there, didn't you? Not on that. On, I said on, on, on Breakfast, Breakfast in America. America. <laughs> oh, which brings me to this. Super Tramp. Here we go. So back to Super Tramp. Uh, I played Take the Long Way Home, right? Yes. Let's Wait, move did what? we say who won it? Oh, 50 yeah. Seconds Street. 50, oh, 50 yeah, yeah. Seconds okay. Street. Billy Joel album. To, but yeah. yeah. 50 Seconds Street. Okay. That's a good album, though. I mean, if one, if I want that to win over those other ones. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. Breakfast in America is not going to win. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is shocking that it didn't. Yeah, it's I don't shock. know. I don't know what happened there. Prejudice against the bands across the pond. Oh, maybe they wanted to give it to uh, they were pro the most American person, Billy Joel, William Joel. <laughs> he's Italian. All right, he's uh, Jewish. Is he? Yes. Is he? He's not Italian. He's Jewish. Is he really? Yes, really. I feel like he's Italian. What did you think Billy Joel was? Well, just because he did scenes from an Italian restaurant. Right. So if it had been scenes from a deli, then you would have been on board. That's right. <laughs> Then I would have, are you sure? Is Billy Joel really? William Joel is Jewish? I can look it up. I got a computer. Okay, then you do it. I'm staying out of this. How did I not? Are you going to tell me Bruce Springsteen is also Jewish? That I'm not going to tell you. All right. Because it's not true. (laughs) You think it's going to say that he's a... Bob Dylan is Jewish. I know that. Oh, okay. Just just Uh, checking. William Martin Joel. 74 years old. He'll be 75 this year. I heard he has a single coming out. He does. Yeah, he does. I uh, just put in a request to interview him. That's never going to happen. <laughs> you never know. I tried. I always try. It's amazing. Uh, born in the Bronx. Music for, after so many years. Oyster Bay. Levittown. Businessman was, okay, his father, Howard. Born Helmut. Businessman was born in Nuremberg, Germany, to a Jewish family. Jewish. Just so everyone knows, sometimes research gets done, sometimes it doesn't. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Moving on. It's Wes's turn. You've already played the title track. Now you're going to play another song. Yes. Uh, I'm going to the last song. 
That's you love the closing songs on the Tramp albums. And I call them this. A lot of people, you know how they call the Rolling Stones the Stones. I call these the the Tramp. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> you like the Tramp? <laughs> you down with the Tramp? <laughs> but this is this is my favorite Super Tramp. Do you song. think I, the person I, on the album cover of Indelibly Stamped has a Super Tramp stamp? <laughs> is there a possibility? Maybe. Right. I don't think they called it that back then, though. Let's. I coined the phrase. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, it's just this is my this is my favorite song mm-hmm. uh, of theirs, uh, and uh, again, it's just like just a big epic uh, uh, closing number. This is one. It's it's like over seven minutes long, and I just also the way it fades out makes me think that it's still going. Mm. You know that maybe because I mean out in the universe, like it's still playing well, like, somewhere. Because you know you have like it's this mammoth uh, piano solo, which is the part that I want you to play from from there, and then it segues into. Uh, a saxophone solo and i can't help but wonder if maybe they just kept it going and then there was a guitar solo and and then they they decided to stop somewhere all right and then but then the producer said no let's let's fade it out here at seven minutes all right here <laughs> but, we go um, but yeah what did i tell five five oh five i believe i have your cue time okay i only because also I, uh, well also it's just uh i just wanted to uh to highlight what a great keyboard player rick davis is and you should. good piano yeah nice um looking up if uh super tramp is no longer active right um in 2015 it says that rick davis uh was diagnosed with multiple melanoma and required aggressive treatment to combat the disease in late august 2018 he gave an interview in which he said for the most part he had overcome his health problems and enjoys playing music again, something he couldn't do in 2016. And then he goes on to say that Supertramp were unlikely to return as a structured band. Does he he must own the name? When they split, did he get the name? Probably. And maybe Roger, it's I mean, one of those Roger Hodgson's plays the music of Supertramp or something like that. Yeah, when he when he goes out on tour, I'm sure Roger Hodgson mentions super tramp somewhere yeah because he might just call him the tramp because more people are probably familiar with that name than with his name right yeah it's true because when you're but i don't think he he tried to like you know intervene you know in the courts of law like roger waters did he wasn't like that like daryl hall does with oats 
<laughs> oh yeah, then that's that's the whole thing. That's crazy. Yeah, some of these like, bands like this is basically Supertramp's a faceless band. Yeah, yeah, they like are. no one really. They could, you could pass by them on the street, you you wouldn't know. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, I think maybe maybe we might know one or two of them if we saw them. Yeah, but for the most part, some bands are like that, and that's okay. Yeah. All right, moving on. It's uh, Carrie has played her two songs. I have played. Did I play my songs? Did I? Yeah, yeah I did. did. All right. So now, famous last words. Yeah. It takes three years because to follow up this, look. That's why they, they put out a live album. They put a live album out in between, yeah. which is normally what you do after your giant album yeah. Yeah. when you're just, and it's colored inside. Sure. Cool. Uh, recorded. It's called Paris. Yep. Where was that recorded? Uh, Berlin. And you said that's a pretty good live album. Yeah, I think it is. I'm not a, like a huge fan of uh, live albums in general, per yeah. se, but this one is a very good one. And like I said, it has a song in there that uh, they didn't put on any of their albums. It's called You Started Laughing. Um, they they shot film of uh, the concert as well, okay. which eventually made its way to uh, DVD and Blu-ray. And All right. you can, if you want to see them in concert. That's, that's the way. That's the it's probably on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know if it's on YouTube. I have the DVD. And uh, it's kind of interesting because, like, the the guys who actually do all the songwriting and the singing, they don't do any talking to the audience. No, really? The nope. other other people no, do. No, it's John Helliwell, the uh, the the saxophone player. He he does some intros, but really? the other guys they don't do any talking. <laughs> That's really wild. I don't I don't know if you know maybe they're shy. I don't I I can't. Now this is super trans. They don't live. seem like the kind of people who would, you know, just have disdain for their audience. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Super Tramp Paris full DVD concert remastered. It looks like it's on YouTube. Let oh, me see. Okay. I got a five second ad. Everyone calm down. It's fine. All right, I skip. Uh, is it all here? Or is this just a this just might be a an ad for the is this it's like a pre-show film hmm. i don't think i have time for this guys oh here where are you no i don't know i'm sure you can find it on youtube i'm not doing it all right moving well, on to okay copy. there we go and is this is this a uh, famous last words yep uh i like this album cover it's cool looks yeah, like a and, hypnosis and, cover. Yeah, and, yeah there again it's just it's such a great visual idea it really is and also it reflects unfortunately where you know roger and and rick were by that time. Now, who who's walking the tightrope and who's cutting it? Which one's Roger and which one is Rick? And it's pink inside. There's some other stuff in there, though. Yeah, it's you can see the outline of uh, a pair of scissors. Oh, nice. That's what that Very is. Very cool. Do you see that, Carrie? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, to me, if if I had to, to you know pick anyone, I would say that it's Roger on the tightrope uh-huh. and Rick is cutting it because Roger is the one who left the band. Yeah. These, um, these, uh, the Super Tramp remasters, the CDs came out in 2002 on AM Records. Right. Really hard to find Are physical they? copies. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know that. I, I rarely see them. Hmm. So well, maybe that's just me. I got all the ones I wanted. So yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm clear. <laughs> we live in Los Angeles. So, some, you know, there's a lot of people looking for stuff all the time. Yeah. So maybe, you know, somewhere else, a smaller area, 
maybe you're able to find these, but I recommend them because the sound is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everything I've played tonight has been all remastered. And I like how they did, they don't always do interesting artwork on the inside of a CD. Yeah. Uh, but that CD is kind of really cool because it's a pair of scissors. There. Got the scissors yeah. on the actual CD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Cool. Fun. And then again, on the, the inside sleeve, like, see? Rick Davis is in yellow. Oh, yeah. Roger Hodgson is in white. Pretty cool. And then oh, yeah. The that's lyrics, how it is and then the color of the lyrics mm-hmm. corresponds to so you know who wrote the song and who mm-hmm. did the singing. That's exactly how it is in my CD booklet as well. Yeah. <laughs> it is. There you go. Um, yeah, when they do these remastered CDs, I always tell people, here's what I need. I need the original elements from the original LP to be duplicated within the booklet somewhere. If the album didn't have lyrics, give us some lyrics. I mean, we can't read them anyway. They're this big. And um, that's what I need. And bonus tracks go at the end. Sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they didn't always... Some people didn't do that. But And, and if, there's B, if there were B-sides, those come directly after the running order of the original album. That's what makes me so mad about those Cars Rhino reissues. It's... The original album, mm-hmm. then some live tracks, and then the B-sides are last. No, those should come right after. Keep all the studio stuff together. Makes me mad. Can you tell I'm angry? Yeah. All right. It, it's inexplicable. <laughs> <sighs> Carrie, famous last words. Do you have any? About this album? <laughs> I don't know. About anything. Not really. All right. I'm not ready to... So this came out uh, after the live album. They got to follow up their biggest album ever. It only goes gold in the U.S. because I think too much time had passed, too. Well, not only that, but music really, it, man, it had undergone such a such a shift yeah. from 1979 to 1982. Again, remember that, you know, just the year before that was uh, the, the dawn of MTV. Right. And this and is so, not an MTV band. No. I mean, they made videos, but yeah. it's, it, it really they wasn't They just don't have the thing. look. Yeah. And they don't you have know, that. Like, they don't look like an MTV band. Yeah. And but not only that, but just the, the the music itself, though, because that was, you know, it was just such a major change. Yeah, that a lot of prog rock bands were suddenly just coming around to something more commercial. Right. Um, yes. Not all of them, but but some, and it, it, it all happened like around. the I same meant time. the band. Yes, I wasn't yeah. agreeing. No, with I you. know, <laughs> but but uh, it was it was kind of remarkable the yeah. way the way that happened, and and I have to think that. Punk and new wave is the thing that had that effect on them because you know it's like when you say a Johnny Rotten walking around in a Pink Floyd T-shirt, but he wrote "I hate" over Pink Floyd, <laughs> and then it's like so it's literally and no pun intended, but the writing was on the wall. Yeah, and so and and Supertramp was one of those bands that they had been able to sort of straddle the line between prog and pop. They never felt like it was a young person's band. Yeah, it never felt like that. But then, then there was this sort of, uh, like I said, there was just a big shift. Uh, Genesis, they, they had sort they, of started in that direction the year before yeah. Breakfast in America in '78 when they had uh, follow, Gen- follow me, follow yeah. you. Genesis For, was able to adapt. Yeah, and then, 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 then a couple of years later with Duke, they had a couple of good singles mm-hmm. with Misunderstanding and Turn, Turn It On, it on again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then Abacab, and then in '83, so the self-titled Genesis, um, that's where everything just blew up for them. Blew guys. up. It was just a mammoth hit. Yes, it was a similar thing. They, you know, they were doing prog rock pretty steadily, mm-hmm. and then basically the the Buggles kind of came in and took over. That's that yeah. was the thing that happened because both of those guys, Trevor Horn and Jeff Downs, uh, came along around '78, '80, mm-hmm. and then. 
Jeff Downs and Steve Howe, they split off and they formed Asia. Yeah. With other, pro, with prog. other prog rock guys. Yeah. And they did like a big, loud, awesome, multi-million selling mainstream rock yeah. record. Super group. Yes. When they sticked with uh, with Trevor Horn and then they got uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor Rabin, Rabin on guitar. And he, you know, brought a more commercial sound to them. And then they had their first number one ever with yeah. the owner of A Lonely Heart. It's crazy. You know? Um, Rush, really, they, they, they still stayed... You know, as you know, with the, the the kind of musicianship, the quality of musicianship and the intelligent lyrics, yeah. but they managed to sort of compact everything. You know, in 78, they did Hemispheres, which is like the last album. Rush they did. kept their cred. Yeah. No one was like, Ugh. but But Hemispheres, like, you know, there was uh, one song was like a, a, the whole first side of the album. Mm-hmm. That was the last time they ever did that. They went as far as they could in that direction. They said, hey, let's let's hang a Yui and see what we can, what else we can do. And that's when, you know, then the following year in 1980, it was Permanent Waves. And are right off the bat with the with the spirit of radio. Are these your famous last words that we're hearing right now? <laughs> Did you want me to go? <laughs> no. Out the window? <laughs> okay, so, moving on. Yeah. I'm, cu- I'm cutting you off. <laughs> okay. Because now you're on a rush tangent. I don't think it's going to stop. You're going to go through every one of their albums. No, no. I wouldn't then in either. 1992, Roll no. the Bones came. But, but, you know, Tom Sawyer was like the huge breakthrough for them. Yeah, true. You know? The only band that... that ma- Although I did like, you know, they did, you know, Spirit of the Radio and what was the other one from Permanent Wave? Free Will. Yeah, those two songs were kind of big on rock yeah, radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and again, they oh, didn't no, lose... no, I started them up again. They didn't lose any of their musicianship. They just no. managed to, you know, tighten it up. Yeah. So and they, they didn't add uh, they didn't add girls and uh, scantily clad girls as backup singers. No. No, they, they bring they Amy Mann They wouldn't know what to do with them. No. <laughs> nerds okay <laughs> carrie we had a little can con talk mm-hmm. canadian content what's your first song from famous last words let me see how many i picked none two okay oh. good good finally you didn't okay. um up let's see this six over six minute long song um the last half really is only um mostly guitar solo and har- some harmonica no mm-hmm. real lyrics mm-hmm. um and i managed once again to pick Probably the most depressing song on this album. Uh, the title, Don't Leave Me Now. now. Don't Leave Me Now. Don't Leave Me Now. That's one I Crisis. Picked. I picked that one too. What <laughs> crisis? So this is actually going to have her cue point and then you tell me your cue point and I'll go to that cue point. Oh. Well, or I mean, unless you don't want to hear it twice. No, that's why my, my mind's towards the beginning. So I don't know where yours yeah, is. Yeah, mine's Where's towards it? the middle. In the middle. Towards the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the middle. <laughs> All alone in this crazy world. That was a very good cue point. <laughs> well, you gave it to me. I know. I think I West, what was your cue point? Uh, mine was at like 50. Yeah, 50 seconds. 50 Basically, seconds, the, much the, better than Carrie's. Where, they, where the singing more or less starts. All right. Let me uh, let's see what happens. Fail. Let's see. Right now, people don't like the song. Let's see if Wes can make people like the song. Here we go. <laughs> Francis. Uh, this, this, this is the segment I call Cue Point Wars. <laughs> so, uh, Carrie, no points so far. I thought I did well all night until this song. Mm, My part of the song doesn't sound any different from hers, really. (laughs) Well, let me see uh, if I could type the cue point in. Maybe that would help. Before saying I lost, let's listen to West. Here we go. Let's see. 
much different. Oh, saxophone. There again. West for the win. I wanted to highlight John Hellowell. Carrie did not want to do that. What part of the song will make people sleep? Oh, this one. That was your cue point, Carrie. Zero points. West, 25 points. was really well done west congrats yes thank you thank but there again thank another song you west it's like almost seven minutes long Save another big finish yeah and i mean really the big finish for for roger yeah really because they yeah that was, cut that tight that rope. was it all right i picked the single it's not even that great of a song really it's kind of yeah it is a good song it's okay but yeah it's it, this is definitely not a muscular song no it's raining again which was all last week here in L.A. I guess it's a fun song. I take back everything I said the whole show. No, there again. Carrie loves it, but she didn't pick it. Happy sounds, sad lyrics. True. That'd be a good album title. part where they go yeah. oh was that you it sounded just like it pretty good thank you and she's giving me the eye oh no i felt like you were being sarcastic no there. when when have you known me to do that all night oh darn <laughs> it's a whiskey that's why i drink two little a little bit of whiskey and then i can blame everything for the rest of the night on that so west you already played uh don't leave me now also so i'm gonna go back to carrie okay all right Let's see if you guys have the same songs again. You do not. Okay. Carrie, you speak French. Oui. So you're going to put well, some accent. <laughs> you're going to put some accent on this song title, I hope. Oui. Cue it up. Well, this song has some friends of the show on backing vocals. What? Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on a second. I got to remember where I put that thing. Carrie, uh, Carrie made a little thing oh, for no. us. It's so bad. Can't find it. West could probably do a way better job. Shh, everybody calm down. Where did I put it? Where is it? What is it you're looking for? None of your business. No. Oh, here it is. Okay, let me. This is going well. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's pretend like I'm not going to edit this out, but let's pretend like. So this song has friends of the show. <laughs> friends of the show, Anna Nancy Wilson on backing vocals Ooh. on the song. <gasps> C'est le bon. I had no idea. I see surprise. Wow, that is a surprise. Here we the, go. 
And this is called Simon Laban. I said, lovers, you need it in the garden. Because there's a lot of crazy people who've forgotten where they're hiding. And they don't give a damn about hurting those flowers and those trees. Say, Laban. them know that much you know i probably queued it up wrong <laughs> no it's fine maybe that's in there well, maybe they got buried in the mix who's know. this guy it's your favorite player in the band who is he my favorite <laughs> what's his name john heliwell all right very nice and it's uh, a great 12 string acoustic guitar there with roger it's the same thing that he had on uh give a little bit yeah it's 12 string acoustic what does sailor ball mean it's it's the good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Simon Lebon is Simon the Good. Oh yeah. Is it? Oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> something happened. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Something happened to Carrie. Simon says. Mm. <laughs> mm, I picked a song called Crazy. Oh. Okay. Because we're all crazy now. <laughs> Did I cue it up? I didn't. Should I jump ahead? No, no, I no. will. No. You're saying this is an okay cue? This is the one I wanted from the beginning. that song just so you know this is going to be about a three-hour episode you two Yikes. get ready i think it i think when you tackle a band's discography and we didn't even go through all of it no, we didn't. and there's shenanigans and drinking and carrie giving cues like wrap it up oh no i didn't mean to wrap it up i meant continue and then bring it back i mean it's a lot it's a lot it's a super size episode it's a super size episode uh west you got one more no, that, no. Was, that was it. That was it. You just played We it. picked the same song. Yes. <gasps> it was bound to happen sooner or later. I thought we were going to hear one more song. Well, we have a play out. I have a play out song. I picked a play out. Did you pick school? <laughs> I didn't. What do you mean? I don't like school. Maybe you should play it now. I picked a song that, uh, I picked a so- Roger Hodgson's solo song because someone suggested it. So, <gasps> what? The dream one? Had a dream. Oh, are you going to start it from the beginning? Because when the baby cries, it really creeps me out. <laughs> All right. Well, let me see if I have. But it's like almost two minutes before anybody starts singing. Yeah. So I probably I probably don't have it cued at the beginning because of that. Let me see. Let me see if I have a cue point. That is my favorite song on the album. It's 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 the best song on the album. Followed very closely by "Lovers in the Wind." Hmm. That song is beautiful. You 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 probably won't hear any of the song because I'll put it in after the fact. That's otherwise we got to sit here while it plays. It's fine. 
and just look at each other. Mm-hmm. And with that, ladies first. Thank you, Carrie Scott, for being here again. You're gonna be. We're gonna record again soon. Do you want to tease what the episode is? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you want to tease anything about the episode? Uh, yeah, my son Cooper and I are going to be here to do it with you. Okay, excellent. And that's going to be uh, third week in uh, February sometime. Correct. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Looking Can I just forward hang to out that. And watch. Uh, you are no longer you. We have had so much West Anthony tonight that I do not. Know, I don't think the world can take more. I can't take more. Why don't you do your podcast again? Oh, have man. you ever thought about it? You know what's funny? Now that you mention it, I mean, since I have more time on my hands, you have I, the I could, equipment. You have a nice but, microphone. Yeah, you have a microphone just like this. I thought. Yeah, I do. I do have one of these. Yeah, you have a nice microphone. You have a great voice. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Wes, where can we find you on social media? You can't. Not even on Instagram? Oh, well, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really doing anything. You're not doing anything on Instagram? Not really. Not I, I can't anything. even remember what the name is. All right. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I mean, look, you don't... No, because like, I mean, Dr. West Anthony was only on Twitter, and uh-huh. those days are over. Okay. Because I deleted that account completely. All right. So, but I don't think I was ever Dr. West Anthony and or you, anything else. You were never on Facebook? I was on Facebook a million years ago, but I deleted that too. Okay, so you're just, and I get it, I get it. If you just stay away from uh, the garbage, it's it's kind of better for you. Yeah, definitely. You know? So I mean, I mean, I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok, but I mostly just, I'm just looking at stuff that other people are doing. I got you. Know? you. I All just, right. you know. And that's cool too. Carrie plays a record and I hit the like button. Yeah, And then right. I see a cute cat video and I hit the like hit button. Hit the like button. And I say, meow. All that's, right. Seriously. I'm, I'm not even sure why that is. When it's you not say like, meow every time you hit the... Every cute, time I hit right. the like button on a, a, a picture or a video of an adorable kitty on Instagram, mm-hmm. I say meow. All right. I, I could like stop it. doing it kind of if fun. I wanted to, but... No. I, you know, I don't I think mean, you can stop. I think it's not an OCD thing, I, but it is a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just love adorable kitties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. But you don't have a cat. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any pets. You, you have to pay... I pay more rent. You have to pay more rent if you get a if, cat? If I had, if I had a pet... You have to pay. You have to pay more. How much more rent do they get you for? I don't even know. I didn't. I didn't ask because I didn't have any pets at the that's time. Crazy. So I didn't, that's a thing that I mean. Maybe know. if you have a giant dog, maybe because that's going to disturb people. It might bark and stuff. So maybe you should pay the penalty. Maybe but a cat doesn't bother anyone. It stays no. right in your little place. Yeah, there's a lot to get into in your place, though. That's true. Oh my god, knock some stuff just, like, over, knock everything over. Yeah, and then now that I, you know, especially now that I'm working from home, that that would be dangerous. Yeah, because you just want to play with it all day. Next, well, no, but not only that, but then it steps on the keyboard and suddenly I'm just like, you know, I'm deleting hundreds of records from a database somewhere. The cat always comes over when I'm on the computer and puts her paw on something like that. Yeah, just to, see that? Like, come on, you can't do that. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. <laughs> I work for a large right. corporation. So, uh, West Anthony, nowhere on social media, but certainly trolling Carrie Scott account okay um just i said to say it um carrie scott you are at flipside vinyl and you're at on instagram flipside vinyl three on instagram flipside vinyl on twitter correct and you're not on facebook no no and you're nowhere else no west do you have an only fans page no okay uh so my only fans page is (laughs) Wow. There we go. Your kids going to listen. Kids going to listen to this. I heard there's so much money to be made on on all these things. (laughs) But it's just I don't I don't have the equipment. (laughs) And with that, thank you guys for being here. This is a lot of fun. Three hours, super size, super tramp super size, super tramp. Is that what you're gonna call it? No. 
Um, I should, but it's just called Super Tramp, uh, 1970 and 1982. Oh, wow. So Super exciting. size, super tramp. That's like a giant prostitute. Okay. <laughs> With that, please enjoy Roger Hodgson's, did I say that right? Hodgson, Hodgson. from his first solo album after he left Super Tramp because they cut the cord or the rope. Uh, the album is In the Eye of the Storm. And this song is Head a Dream. Parentheses. Sleeping with the enemy, who is probably Rick Davis. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. So fun, as always. You guys ready? Yeah. I think so. I think so. It's okay. We're not expert. Are you an expert on Super Tramp? You might be. We're hoping. I don't. I don't know. Expert is the right word, but Uh, aficionado is that the word? Fan. A fan.